and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two rather spooky co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, the Uncle Sam. Hello. And to my left, it is our very own Mr. Zolo, Mike Palazzolo. Boo. <laughs> and behind the computer, jerking his own gherkin as always, it is Bruce, the tugboat. What's up? Put that little camera on so we can see your fucking little hoodie. You want to see the camera so we can see your little gherkin. Look at him. Look at him. Gabagoo. Look at him. Gabagoo. Happy Italian heritage. You know what you look like? Did you ever see the movie Young Frankenstein? There was a guy named Marty Felmer. Oh, he, with his the name was Igor. Yeah, it's him. Remember it Igor? Like, yeah, it's him. Yes, Igor. Fucking Igor now. We need to get a picture of Igor and put it on our social there. Shout out to Jack. Welcome, welcome to the chat. Uh okay. I was shocked by one thing this weekend. I realized we are already a month of the way through the season. This is week five. It's it's. That feels like we just started, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks exactly <laughs> like you. It looks exactly like Shout out you. to Igor. <laughs> Igor. Oh, my God. It does look like Bruce. That's Bruce. Hi. If anybody needs to search Igor. Everybody needs to search Igor. I'm not even high. Marty Feldman. Not that's I'm, Bruce. I'm, but he's high with I'm, his I'm, little hoodie I'm, on. We're about a third of the way through the season. And I, if, if we blow through the slate fast enough, which we never do. Never. If we blow through the slate fast enough, I have a quick segment at the bottom on on going over the playoff picture and seeing if we can do like some some third season projections right now. We're we're gonna do our best to get there today. We're we gonna, won't. We probably won't. But we we're won't do our best. We'll be fine. Uh, how was everyone's weekend, Uncle Sam? How was your weekend? <sighs> Living a dream. That's it. Anything high points, low points, yeah, pits, peaks. I worked. I worked. I worked. All all of the above. I heard you got a new cat. I do. Did you the kid, the kids gave him a name, but I don't remember it. I call him Loco because he runs around and terrorizes all the other cats. So there's Gadito, there's Loco. Hold on. Right. There's Mr. Cat. I'm going to look like Emperor Palpatine. Mr. Cat. Mr. That's Cat worse. and Shelly and Francis. <laughs> Shelly, Shelly, the cat count is now Shelly, Francis, Gadito, Mr. Cat, and Loco. Did you hear that, Sarah? Uncle That's Sam's got two cats, three, four, five, five, cats. five cats. Five whole five, cats. Sarah, five, five too many. Five cats. I'm sorry? It's about five too many. No, it's not. Dogs are better. I'm sorry? Dogs Listen, are my better. wife has dogs, and she don't. She likes the cats better. Yeah. I feel That's like all. cats are easier. Are you kidding me? At one time, we had That's squirrels, right. rabbits, skunks, groundhogs, um, turkeys. Cats will eat you if you die. Dogs won't. I'm sorry? He says that cats will eat you when you die. Yeah. Like, if you're dead. I couldn't get that fucking lucky. <laughs> Zolo, how was your weekend? Uh, it, was, it was strong. Pitts, was strong. peaks. I'm trying to think. Did I do anything Friday? I don't think I did. Um, I didn't do anything Friday. I had a party Saturday night. Played pickle, of course, Saturday morning. It was cold. And then I went to the football game yesterday. So, real quick from you two, what was the atmosphere like in Ford Field yesterday? Before we get into the game. Not as good as the first two. But it had its moments. Uh, did you you saw Eminem was there? Everyone I did was see there. Eminem was there. Everyone was there. Devin Booker came for warm-ups, then went across the street and dropped 12 points in 15 minutes on the Pistons. Uh, Eminem was there. Isaiah Thomas was there. Jalen Rose, Kelvin uh, Johnson. It got really, like, surprisingly loud for Eminem, and then he reciprocated. Like, he showed a little emotion, too, and that was kind of neat. But it wasn't as good as the first two games. Still filled. Still, everyone stayed until the game was out of hand. 
um, making noise on third downs. There was a point where there was a on the four, on the third and third and long when the when Bryce Young's back was against the one, it got really loud because there was like the ref was trying to say something and you couldn't hear him. Oh, but right after we thought it was going to be a safety, yeah. yeah, wasn't as loud as the first two games. But my my theory at the moment is. Um, I mean, not only if they split, but if they somehow take the next two, which they're two tough games, we'll get into that. If they take the next two, that Monday night game going into the bye, going for seven and one has a chance to be special in terms of noise. Oh, I think 100%. Because it'll, it'll set if they're six and one going into a primetime game at night at home, it, it's going to be, Halloween. it'll be feral. The it'll, crazies will be out. Yeah. Devil's Night, it's a Detroit tradition. Absolutely. So should we get right into it? Let's discuss the game a little bit further. Uh, Lions beat up on the Carolina Panthers at home, 42-24. Carolina did put up 14 in the fourth quarter there and some garbage time points, but uh, Lions handled them pretty well. Uh, Uncle Sam, any thoughts? They played a complete game. They played a complete game. Other... I, I don't have any complaints except for the third quarter kind of disappearance, as you want to, if you want to call it that. I just yeah. So there were no it, points to me. The third to quarter. me, this is this is where they're at right now, and I think they play they play four, well, three solid quarters, and they kind of take one to where they're still trying to figure out their identity. Where I think you know, good, really good football teams. If they're up as big as the Lions were, they put that foot on their neck on the third quarter and just step on it and rub their foot in it. That's what they need to start doing. They're not doing that yet, but I, I think they're they're headed in that direction. They did pretty good being undermanned because they were without St. Brown. He, he's the guy that makes their offense really click, you know. Right. And I thought they played well without him. You know, David Montgomery is everything I thought he was going to be. I personally think, as of right now, outside Jared Goff, he's probably the MVP. So, yeah, David Montgomery's line from yesterday, 19 rushes for 109 yards and a touchdown. And actually, Craig Reynolds got involved, too. Seven rushes for 52 yards and a touchdown. Did you see when Reynolds got into the end zone? Did you see what happened? I did. Apparently, there's going to be all 22 video of it. But David Montgomery did a full sprint from the bench to run and go in the end zone. He was on the bench, and he went to go give Craig Reynolds a hug in the end zone when he— when he got in, he came from from like the fifty yard line into the end zone, which was very neat to see. Uh, Jared Goff, twenty for twenty eight, two thirty six, and three touchdowns. So, I want to piggyback off of what you said just a little bit um, before we get. In, I know everyone's patiently waiting for Zolo's five things, so I'll keep this brief. But right now, I watched I watched a lot of football this weekend and actually focused in. Right now, I think the Lions are the third best team in the NFC. Without question, and I think there's a gap between them and everybody else. Um, first and foremost, their offensive line yesterday looked looked very, very nice. They were able to run the ball. I thought Goff had a lot of time. They played very well. Defensively, I think they, they control the line of scrimmage the entire game. I get it. They're going up against Carolina. But Carolina was not able to run the ball at will like they were able to last year against this team. Bryce Young looked extremely uncomfortable. And due to the fact that they couldn't run the ball, Bryce Young had to drop back for 41 attempts. You're not going to win football games that way. Okay, Bryce Young is as green as they come right now. And you can't rely on him to throw the ball 40 plus times in a game. But 
right now as it stands, I think this team is – it proved a lot to me yesterday without Amon Ross St. Brown, okay? And I don't know what happened with Gibbs because I feel like that was a very late scratch. I wasn't really expecting them to scratch him. Either way, yesterday gave me a ton of confidence. I get it. Carolina's winless. They are probably only going to pull out a game or two this year. But that gave me a lot of confidence because this team stomped on them last year. Stomped on them. Zola, we're ready. We want five things? Let's have a day. Five things for week five for a 4 and one Lions team. Thing number one, Uncle Sam agreed and disagree on the on the complete game thing, and I will get to that. But thing number one is that the Lions took care of business yesterday. Historically, over the last 10 or 15 so, or so years, or over this era of Lions football that has slightly improved, the post-0-16 era, they'll have a game like this where they'll be red hot and then a rookie quarterback will come into town and light them up, or a tight end will drop 200 yards on them, or they'll have a bunch of injuries and they'll lose the game because of it. I remember when Matt Ryan came in here as a rookie and ass-raped him, opening <laughs> game of the year. And uh, you're laughing right now. You know who else ass-raped them, opening game of their Sam career? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I remember, I remember that. that game. So we were at I. that game. It, yeah. started with a, uh, it started with a Quandre Diggs pick six, yep. and then it ended yep. with Sam Darnold bending them over. With Sam Darnold fisting... Uh, who was the coach at that was Patri- That was Patricia's first was game, if Matt I remember. Patricia? And then he yep. traded Quandre Diggs not Patricia's long after giant that. bunghole. So, yeah, this was a I, – I wouldn't call it a complete game, but they took care of business. From from they they We could have been on the ropes. It's a team that you didn't take care of business against last year, and it cost you a playoff spot. Well, they're a different team now. I You can't even compare them Regardless. to that team they were last year because basically Darnold's gone. They're running back. Their main bell cow running back is in Chicago, not even playing. It's it's nice to know that when they have games they're supposed to win yeah. right now, they're and winning. that could change, they're winning them. And it goes back to one of the reasons I was really high on the Lions this year was their depth, like you said. We'll, we'll get to the injuries, but there were injuries and guys stepped up no matter what. Um, one of the reasons guys guys stepped up yesterday that leaves me to or leads us to thing number two. I don't know why when I when I'm on the spot to try and like blow through things really fast, I start talking fast and fumbling on my words and have no clue what I'm saying. I have many strokes like Joe Biden and like Mitch McConnell, and <laughs> and I just got to slow down. I'm just so it's Victory Monday and I'm just so excited. Um, thing number two. Ben Johnson painted a Rembrandt yesterday. I agree with that 1,000%. To the point where there's so many clips floating around on TV and on social media right now of things that Ben Johnson did yesterday. Shit, that uh, that triple reverse flea flicker got done on the Sunday night game afterward. Yeah. They ran it with Kittle. The 49ers ran it with Kittle. I mean, that was impressive in person. But the, the one that stood out was there was a play where Goff was like, he was motioning something, and Ragnow directly snapped the ball through Goff's legs. Did you see this? Yes. He snapped it through Goff's legs directly to David Montgomery on like a third and long in the red zone, and Montgomery took it to a took it to a, like the five or six yard line, and they got a first down. Ben Johnson's play calling it was bad week one. I thought it was lackluster. Week two they dropped thirty some points, so I can't complain. 
Uh, it's just gotten better every game, and he's going to be gone. It's fine. We need to enjoy this while we can. But one of the reasons why the Lions are able to buck the injuries on offense is because they're so good with the play calling and so creative, and the offense is just prepared every week, and they have the ultimate quarterback to run these plays. He, he does everything that Ben Johnson asks of them, and that was one of his best games. I, I think that was the best Ben Johnson game yesterday, and we're lucky to have him here. Enjoy him while you can. Listen, like enjoy it. Enjoy it. I, I, on the other hand, I don't think Ben Johnson's a stupid guy. And I think Ben Johnson wants to go to a team that if he does decide to leave here, I don't think he wants to go to a total nightmare. I agree. Because then that, that makes it harder on him. I think he'll wait, he'll wait his shot and, and, and wait to get the perfect um, scenario for him. I mean, because if you're a young coach like he is right now, and you're forced to go where? New England? It Fucking won't be there. Carolina? You know, at least Carolina's Wait, got some young pieces. Hold, hold on, hold on. He would have gotten the Carolina job. He turned Correct. them down. Correct. Right. That's, he turned them down now, because he's now you kind of see why. He's he's from there. And he's like, you know, I could have pick one. And yeah. he, he's from Carolina. He's he grew up there. He went to school there. But he turned that job yeah. down to do because he because something's brewing here. But I'll give you the scenario that makes the most sense for Ben Johnson, one that I love. The Raiders land pick one are in line for Caleb Williams and need a new head coach. I think the Raiders would make a ton of sense. Go to the New England Patriots. I don't think they're going to fire that guy until he passes Shula. They just have have roster issues. That's a whole—we'll get there. We'll get there. Mac Jones is the problem. How about it being issues? It looks like to me Bill's lost lost everybody. The locker room, the front office, everything. Okay, so thing number three, and I was able to find a handful of bad things yesterday. Thing number three, and it's it's beginning to come to become a trend. It's a narrative. Uh, the Lions' offensive woes in the third quarter continued. Um, they set up a dry a scoring drive that they scored at the beginning of the fourth quarter yeah. that started in the third quarter, but they came out and they were flat in the third quarter again. It wasn't a three and out, and there was improvement, um, but they keep having this persistent problem of of issues coming out of the locker room and most of the time they end up with the ball they didn't last week in new in uh, green bay but uh, they end up with the ball in the third quarter and they haven't been able to make anything of it and it's it's slowing down the next stepping a little bit you know it's it's throwing that's that's where the good teams used to put teams away i you watch and i don't mean to harp on this but if you go back and watch the new england patriot dynasty era when did New England come out and really put it together? They would, it separate, they would separate. They would separate in the third, third quarter. quarter. They would separate in the third quarter, and then the starters would be out by the fourth quarter. You I, I don't think Hoyer any team was whoever. better than New England at scoring at the end of the half and at coming out that third quarter and putting another one on the board to put games out of reach. I agree with you, and this is an issue because if it persists, it'll bite you in the ass. You can lose a game in the third quarter. In fact, that's kind of what yeah, happened in Seattle. Good team. Against, that is exactly against, Seattle, what happened against Seattle, you had the you had the fumble. I think the pick six was in the fourth quarter, but you had the fumble against Seattle, like the second play out of the out of the gate, and you lost the lead. You had a lead going in, and then you lost right. the lead all of a sudden. Um, so that needs to be cleaned up. That's that's an area that I'm looking for for this team. I'm looking for, and it's not the defense because what's happening is the defense backs against the wall in the third quarter, and they're able to play their way through it. Um, it just so happens last week they they kind of had a bad third quarter defensively because but they were up twenty seven to three at the half so it's different. Regardless, they need to fix the fourth or the third quarter woes on offense. They need to they need to not come out of the half stagnant. I want a nice touchdown drive. 
That's what I'm looking for in Tampa. I want to see the Lions with their first offensive possession in the third quarter. I want to see them score a touchdown on Tampa on Sunday. Uh, thing number four, it's another semi-negative um, that people have been harping on for a few days now. Uh, it's Jamison Williams and Jameer Gibbs. I think people have been very hard on both of them. I don't know what happened with Gibbs. It sounds like he's okay. It was a late hamstring injury. Um, yeah, Jamo had a drop yesterday, but he played almost 50% of the snaps, and I can tell you that one of the ways you crack it as a wide receiver in this league is if you're able to block. It's the reason why things aren't working with Marvin Jones right now. It's the thing, reason why they moved on from Marvin Mims and why they've moved on from other, uh, what was his name? Uh, Denzel Mims, the guy that they signed from Denzel the Jets. Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. It's one of the reasons the Lions like to move on from receivers quick is because if you can't block as a wide receiver, you're of no benefit to them because they run a, they run a lot of running plays to the outside. Case in point, where JMO stood out yesterday, uh, third, fourth play of the game, whatever it was, um, David Montgomery has a 40-yard run for a touchdown. If you watch, J-Mo has a rep. It was his key block that sprung him. So he kind of, I don't want to say he lost the rep, but it was a lackluster rep at first. But then he came and he pancaked the linebacker that he was blocking, which set the edge for David Montgomery to go off for the touchdown. It was a, it was a key block, and it was one of multiple key blocks that J-Mo had yesterday. All of the receptions will come. They're trying to work him in. He will only look better with St. Brown on the field and with a loaded receiving core on the field. And he was open a couple times downfield, and he had a drop. The drops aren't great. They're uncharacteristic of JMO because he didn't drop the ball very often at Alabama. And he didn't—I don't know if he did it at Ohio State or not. But at Alabama, he wasn't dropping the ball at all. Eventually, they will make— plays for JMO and it will work and things will be open downfield um, I'm trying to talk you guys off the ledge it's early the guy is still in the first half of his rookie year essentially because he only played in four or five games last year okay and as for Gibbs there are plans for him okay it involves a healthy offensive line but there are plans for him I'm disappointed we haven't seen more from Gibbs either yeah of course he's not B. John Robinson and we've seen rookie running backs stand out really quick like A-Chain this year but give it a second, guys, on both of those kids. They're both really good. When they have a full body of nothing under their belt, a full season of them doing nothing under their belt, we'll talk. But right now, I think it's a little bit early. If you want to include it in the negative, that's fine. The, I think the that Gip, they both have the a long Gip way thing to go. I understand what you're saying. It's way too early on him to decipher whether he's worth a 12th pick or not. It's way too early. What about J-Mo? Do you think it's a little J-Mo early J-Mo is a little different story. I'm going to be... Totally honest with you. To me, he was the best receiver in that draft that came out last year. I I just haven't seen it. It hasn't translated to the pros. Fair. And, and I don't disagree. And I don't disagree. What, what I've seen out of him in Alabama, what he did to the Georgia defense, not once, twice, I haven't seen it. Him as a pro. I'll be honest. So, yeah. so far... They haven't needed him to step up. Like they haven't, well, they haven't it, needed it yet. It, it's right? it's beside having needed. Well, but see, if you're this guy, if you're this guy, if you're this taunted guy, who's supposed to give Tariq Hill a run for being one of the fastest guys in the NFL, you need to be explosive on anything you fucking do. And you know what? I'm gonna be outside of him blocking. I haven't seen shit from him. Basically. I, I think if if we're talking if week eight rolls around eight or yeah. nine rolls around and we're still talking about Jameson, he only got three targets yesterday. 
If we're still yeah, talking, he dropped one bad. Uh, one of them, I, one of them was I, a dump I, off. One of them was I, an awful drop. You know, if if we're talking about this, I, I'm going to give him three weeks, three four weeks. If we're still talking about it like this in three or four weeks, I'll be right there with you. They've had so there's so many guys right now on offense. Like, I don't think anybody expected Josh Reynolds to have the year that he's having. He's having a great year. Nobody. Well, I, don't expected- think, I don't think Josh Reynolds got the. Uh, how how would I put this? Last year he was banged up. He really didn't play all that well. But you had Chark here, and they they were targeting him more than Reynolds. Think Laporta's usage right now. Well, Laporta, you know Again. what? At this point, let me ask you and and answer honestly. Yeah. Do you really want to take reps away from Josh Reynolds or Sam Laporta right now to fucking hand this guy uh, a couple of passes no, in here and there? But, but, I don't want it. I don't want that. But I don't want it, them guys to have to regress because this guy's trying to catch up. Okay. I fuck agree that. with you. Fuck but that shit. Let's, I agree with you. But those, let's say this, all right, those seven rushes that Craig Reynolds, Craig Reynolds got yesterday, that was pure garbage time, right? Let's, let's take those in, Put those between Jamison Williams and well, at this point they were doing the right, thing, right thing by running the football. Correct, that's the all game. they had to do yesterday. They I, didn't, I get again, that. they didn't need. What, what him I'm yesterday. saying is, I don't want to take away reps from these guys that are fucking earning. It They're not going to have to give it to this other guy. I, I don't think it's right to do that. You can't sit here and say, okay, well, you know what, Sam Laporta, and you know what, uh, Josh Reynolds. Guess what? That's not we're, what I'm saying. Though. We're we're gonna we're gonna give a few plays. And for J Mo, so he gets he gets his hands on the balls. Come, I I don't want I don't want them to do that. If this if that game was closer yesterday, if that game was closer, I bet they, you they could have been in trouble with them three fucking garbage plays they had toward him. Okay, but I, what I'm saying is, if this game was closer, this game was over at halftime. If this game was closer, Jamison Williams' target share probably goes up. I don't know. You keyed in on something really important, and when we did a show a week and a half ago, the day JMO was activated, I, I kind of I went over this. Um, it's really hard to – it's going to take a second for them to find the reps. Right. And it's not necessarily like Reynolds is a checkdown guy for golf. That's Correct. his safety valve, okay? Laporta has worked out a lot. It doesn't necessarily mean like I'm taking your reps. What needs to happen is JMO needs to be on the field for meaningful snaps. And when those guys aren't open, he needs to be able to catch the ball. And conversely, when JMO isn't open, those guys need to be able to make plays. Correct. When you're winning, none of this matters. No, no Correct. receiver cares about their reps or their target share or whatever. So this isn't going to be a story until it is. Um, personally, I'm giving him a little bit longer. I'm probably going to give him until around Thanksgiving, which is what a, a, a mu- five or six weeks worth of games. Yeah. Um, I want to see JMO play impactful snaps more than just blocking. Correct. Around then, but yeah, it's it's hard to take away. Like Reynolds has made some big plays. It's not necessarily a rep coming out of Reynolds' pockets. It's who's golf right, going to look well, for when he got to hit the ball. Let me give you a little field. scenario. Instead of throwing little fucking screen passes to this guy. Let him go downfield. What the yes. fuck are we doing? And he was. I mean, open. that was my biggest thing with the whole thing. I didn't. I didn't mind how many reps he got, but.
but I did mind how he got him. Yeah. I, I don't want him catching a ball three yards deep, three yards behind a yeah. line of scrimmage. I don't want him catching bubble screens. I want him going downfield. In, in fairness, there's going to be scenarios where the screen does work. But yes, when I think of Jamison Williams, I think of he's open. He's like Tyreek Hill. Yes. He's open downfield, and he's going to take the top off the defense. That's why you have him. In the, in the scenarios where Goff has the time to throw and they set up play action beautifully, it's similar to that, that triple flea flicker yesterday. It's that's that's a play Matt, that you're going to see down the road. Let him run downfield. Yeah, and and golf just fucking launch it. Don't even give a fuck where it's at. As long as it's between the left hash, the left sideline and the fucking hash, just launch one there. And let him run under it. If he's as fast as everybody says he was, you, he is. He should catch. He should be able to catch up. With. Do you think? Do you think the lack of Jamison being there? I think that's huge. Right. I think it's huge. I think you need the more best time way for to get this is, guy. Listen, the rapport's not what, there what, yet. Hold on. What's the best way to get this guy involved? Just ass fucked. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cooper Cup. Hold on. Hold I'm on. sure him and Jared's rapport would come up Cup a lot. Yesterday, I watched Cooper Cup. Get thrown at so many times the guy needed oxygen okay, after the first two series. Nobody's saying Jameson Williams is Cooper Cup. Come on. That's what we should be doing. He's he's a rookie, and technically we need to look at it as it's still his first year in the league because he wasn't able to oh, start you practicing. Know what? He's played against top-level guys in, in college. He's not a fucking rookie, dude. Fair. Fair, but he's not. but the he's not. the comparison is look at the rookie receivers that was that have struggled to begin this year. The the top four guys, the I mean Addison's starting to come on now. Quentin Johnson hasn't done anything really. Um, well, Quentin Johnson's barely even starting. He can't exactly. even get on the field. And same yeah. with Jalen Hyatt. And then who's yeah, the fourth? Can't one? get on the field. I'm, I'm missing one. Zay Zay Flowers has been okay, but think about that. Zay those Flowers are, had a lot of bad drops. The, those are the four guys that were drafted this year early, and they haven't really done much. But then there's the comparison, like you have Laporta, who's lighting it up better than any pass catcher, any rookie pass catcher at the moment. And then yesterday, yeah, because um, everybody thought that. Uh, uh, the kid, kid Cade was going to be the guy. Yeah. And, and look what Laporte has done to drill. him. And same with Michael Mayer. Same drill. Yeah. Um, well, and Mayer then, didn't get drafted until later. Those, these guys went before Mayer. And then the counter is Tank Dell has been okay in Houston. And then yesterday I saw Jonathan Mingo get more than a few snaps. And yeah. Marvin Mims has started to stand out a little bit in Denver. You know what Mingo, Mingo's a very sturdy customer. When he catches the ball, he is not a guy that goes down very easy. They really had to put some wood in to yeah, put him on, put did. him on the ground. Mm -hmm. So there's still one more thing to talk about. The fifth thing is next man up has worked for the Lions so well this year. They've been very yeah, good at they've, it. They've and been lucky. It's because they're deep. Um, same same drill. Jonah Jackson left in a walking boot yesterday. It's tender right now. You might not get him on Sunday. Well, guess what? Uh, Graham Glasgow, which was an excellent signing, one of the most underrated signings, has filled in beautifully for Vitae, and you're going to get Vitae back probably next week. You're all set on the offensive line. When they said Vitae could have played this week, they they chose to. And they held him out, exactly. Let him sit. And it's the same with and Brian And you know Branch. what? They have that luxury right now they of do. having the depth. They do. And they were at home. They had the luxury of letting him sit and rest. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So dude. it's this not is what's just Vitae, keep them though. Deep. It's not just Vitae. It's yeah. Brian Branch who who – didn't practice, but you might get him back this week. And the safeties have been excellent to cover up for it. Uh, you want? I wouldn't rush. If you I told me, if bad. you told me they were going to drop forty-two without Amonra, St. Brown, and Gibbs yesterday, I'd be like, "Fuck you." Well, guess what? They did. They yeah. had no issue doing that too. 
Um, it's it's next man up. Obviously, you lost Emmanuel Mosley, which you know what? I'm tired of people wa- calling for Jerry Jacobs's head. That's bullshit. He's been that great. guy. That guy's been a baller since the beginning of the year. Even even if Mosley didn't tear his other ACL yesterday, Jacobs still would have been CB two for the rest of this year. He still would have been the second he's, he's corner the no matter what. He's the guy. Uh, he's been good. He's been he's gotten better every year. Now this is a great test coming up this week with the Bucks because you got a couple receivers that like to get downfield. But regardless, Jacobs has been outstanding. I'm not yes. arguing that. Um, and, and it's just it's just a test to how good this team is, is next man up. It's it's worked. Um, no matter what, you feel comfortable. I mean, Goff would be the exception, but you feel comfortable with whoever is behind the starter or whoever is injured. You feel comfortable with what's gonna what's gonna take its place. And it's worked so far. You know, since all these big injuries, we're looking at four and one right now. Can can I can I make a hot take right here? Please. Um <clears throat> I think that the Lions could be eight and one going into Thanksgiving, and I'm actually confident in saying I, I, I think I, the Lions. I, I don't be think that's a nine big stretch. They, they really play don't. an extra game. They play one more game. There, it'd be okay if, through the Chargers game. That's all I have in front of me. Yeah, okay through the Chargers game. Through which the means, Chargers. Which you know who they play after the Chargers? No, the Bears at home. Okay, so they could be nine and one going into Thanksgiving, possibly. Okay, because I'll, I'll be honest, and I don't want to jump too far ahead here. Because I know we're going to talk about this game probably a lot on Friday because I'm sure we have some opinions on it. I think that they're going to – I don't think Tampa is a much – I mean, t- the Tampa will give them a better game than Carolina Th- did. This is, this is, I believe, and I'm not going to sugarcoat, this will be their test right here. Because they're going there. They're going against a, a top – almost a top 10 defense. Okay. I think that's that's going to be a test. I think that they'll – I think they win that game. Uh, we'll talk about the Ravens here in a minute. Ravens haven't done anything for me. Baker right Mayfield's been gritty. They, they're in fucking first place, dude. Dude, come on. What? Come on. They're in first place in their division. Listen, listen. They, they're going to struggle. They, as in the Lions, have a chance to struggle in this game and the next one. That's his point right now. Okay. But if. It's an if at this point. Baltimore is going to give them a good game. But I think watching Baltimore, I think the Lions match up incredibly favorable against Baltimore. Incredibly favorable. Uh, I think that Monday night, I think they will do what they did yesterday, Monday night against the Raiders here at home, under the lights. It's going to be an incredible atmosphere at Ford Field. And then I think that the Chargers might not have a head coach by then. So I'm not really worried. Uh, I think they and then they play the Bears before Thanksgiving. And I mean, my God. They, they have four divisional games coming up here real quick. They've only played one division game. Mm-hmm. Well, their next and divisional game is okay. look damn good. And it's and arguably great. on now, paper now, out them, of the six divisional games. Division games are going to be tougher because we're going to be well into the season. Okay, fair. These guys are going to work out their quirks. There's, and, there's and no working them out games the might not be as easy as what people Listen, think. There's, fair. But on paper, if you're ranking the toughness of the divisional games, the six games, which game is the toughest of the six? At Lambeau, which they already won. At Lambeau, which they already won. That's the hardest one. They go Chicago might be tough this year because it's their only outdoor cold weather game is at Chicago. It's right. in December, but then you have Chicago at home. Minnesota, the the way it's going right now, they're, <laughs> I'd say it's indoorsy. Regardless, yeah. I, I don't think they have an issue. And it's a that. place that they should have won last year. It's a place yeah. that they and they dominated Minnesota the last time they played them. You get them at home to end yeah, the they year. They should have had them twice last year. And they have one of the Lions have one of the best records within their own division over the last two years. They've been. So this strong. is all we need them to do is win their division. These little games, beating Carolina, 
beating Tampa, be, beating Atlanta, beating these other teams who are good because they were in the same conference, which becomes good later on. As far as a playoff pitcher goes, you have the tiebreaker on all these guys. So I don't think winning these games is not a, a bad thing. Would they go into Tampa? No, beat winning Tampa, is that's, not bad. That's, that's a plus for us because one of those teams are going to win their division. We're going to have the breaker on all those teams. And I want to have a good conversation on NFC South because I agree with that. Correct. And you're playing one of those Correct. teams, and one of those teams is going to win the division. You've already beat one of them. You already beat Correct. Atlanta. you got to go to New Orleans, which could be tough. But Correct. regardless— I'm with you. This is a tough game this week. They're favored, by the way. The Lions are favored. I think they're okay. opening up as minus three and a half or minus three. I don't know what it is. Um, I know a lot of people going to the game. Sam is going to the game. I'll be there. Um, a ton of people are going. So it's it's going to be a favorable crowd, in my opinion. Okay. Doesn't mean it's not a tough team. That defense is playing stout. Yes. And that offense is, is kind of hemming and hawing with Baker Mayfield. But, but. One of the big news bits to come out of the the inner the, or the the beat writer world today is the advanced analytics favor the Lions in most of their games going forward. If they were to play any team but the 49ers, the Lions would be favored. Oh, and the Bills, they wouldn't be favored against the Bills. In DVOA, the and Lions. That's, uh... That's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. I think they beat the Bills. They should have beat them on Thanksgiving they last year beat with the last Lester year. team. Uh, in DVOA, which is a major advanced metric stat to, to measure defenses, the Lions are third. Um, the Niners are obviously first. And the Lions have beaten other teams on the other side of DVOA. They've beaten better teams than the Niners have. The Niners have played some good teams, like the, the Cowboys yesterday, but they also played team 29 and 32. The Lions have played team 31 and 32, but three of the Lions' wins were against top 10 teams in defensive efficiency. Um, so there's a reason they're going to be favored in a lot of these games. If they win this week, if they pull it off this week, they're going to be favored going into Baltimore, which I would have never imagined. Yep. Um, and yeah, you can. I don't want to jump ahead. I don't want to jump ahead past this week. But yeah, you could start to talk about a lot if they listen. Win if the they next go down two. to Tampa and punch them in the mouth, and I mean win convincingly and look good doing it, I I think they'll be favored in that Baltimore can game. I, easily. Can I be honest? Right now, for me personally, I think the Tampa game is more of a trap game than the Baltimore game. I, oh, they, by I, far, I do yeah. too. By far, yeah. they're playing way better football. Tampa's yeah. only loss was to the Eagles, and they didn't look great against the Eagles. And I don't think the Eagles are that great, but that's the defending NFC champion. Correct. So it matters. Five and zero. Oh. They're five and zero. Oh. Yeah. Um, and and that's Tampa's won't Tampa's three and one, and that's their lone loss. Like that matters. Now, now just remember that they're five and zero. Oh. 49ers are five and zero. Oh. How do they match up with those two teams? The Lions. The Lions. Lions. Uh, I think the Lions have. Uh, a, sh- a fighting chance against Philadelphia. And I think if they play the 49ers right now, they'd get absolutely waxed. Really? Absolutely ran out of the building. Really? Yep. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think they could do things to give 49ers fits. I don't think the Niners would wax the Lions. I, think, I don't I, either. A gun to my head, you know the Niners because win look, that game. Look at it this way. Even look yesterday, if you look at what what the uh Can we wait to talk about that game okay. when that game comes that's, up? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Is that okay? Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. The one bright point of Dallas, the only thing they had, was they held McCaffrey in check. <laughs> All I'm going to say. Okay. They held McCaffrey in check when they didn't need to use McCaffrey anymore and put in some guy. It didn't matter when your quarterback threw three picks. Go ahead. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk about. Are we good on the drives. I'm good. We're good? Anything to add over there? Okay. Do you have anything else to add on the uh, Bruce, Bruce, I'm sure, was high as fuck. 
And is and I don't get high for the games, man. So what did you do? I drink Modelo's. Oh, so you were drunk. Modelo's, high? Miller Lite. No, I wasn't drunk. You were drunk and said high? Years. That's perfect. Were you swaying? No. You swaying one way? No. Joey was swaying the other way? Joseph wasn't swaying either. Huh? Joseph wasn't swaying. No? He was sober? He's sober. Really? Yeah. Was his girlfriend there or wife, whatever she is? She was there. Oh, so that's why she held him in check. Probably. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. He needs it. <sighs> Wait, you still drink Modelo? Yeah. Oh, I love Modelo. My buddies out west love Modelo. That's like the only thing they. That's the only thing they drink is Modelo. Yeah, but I, I, I shout out to Steve. Rigo got Rigo got me hooked. Yeah, but I'm shocked uh, you drink it. Is he Mexican? Is Rigo Mexican or no? no. Yeah, that makes sense. What? I'm shocked you drink an Anheuser Busch product. It's a Mexican product. Yeah, but it's owned by Anheuser Busch. Uh no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it is. Are you? Sure about that? Positive about that. Sure anyway, about moving on. And Heiser Bush owns Modelo? Yeah. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Are you serious? Sure about that? Not know that? Absolutely. Just saying. Bud Light. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, moving on. Um, one beer in America. So we only have one more London game after this, luckily. Uh, Jacksonville took on Buffalo at, uh, was that, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? And Jacksonville came out on top 25 to 20. Um, couple quick thoughts from this game. Uh, I thought Jacksonville looked really, really good yesterday. I thought the offense actually looked like we expected it to. I was very happy with that. I thought Trevor Lawrence looked nice. ETN had a beautiful game, 26 for 136 and two touchdowns. That's what we were expect. That's what I was expecting from Jacksonville's offense all year. Okay. This but is you, what but I you said you you made the call before this game even started. The Bills could be run on, and they, they showed that Jacksonville showed that yesterday. Absolutely, the Bills could be run yeah. on, and they can't run the ball. Yesterday, their leading rusher was Josh Allen, four rushes for fourteen yards. Again, that one dimensional aspect of the Bills is eventually going to be their downfall this season. That's beside the point. Buffalo was able to stay in the game. Stephon Diggs had a very nice game, eight for 121 and a touchdown. Gabe Davis, six for 100 and a touchdown. And Josh Allen, 27 to 40 for 359, two touchdowns and one pick. But, again, the Achilles heel of this Buffalo's team is that they're just too one-dimensional. Now, I want to give Jacksonville some credit here. Jacksonville came out, of, came out and looked really good early in this game, in my opinion. Buffalo, on the other hand, kind of looked, looked like, like Miami did the against three and that. outs. I was like, they were flat. And you want to know something? I was thinking about this. The fact that Jacksonville got to play there last week and stay there is actually, oh, that's huge. That's a, that's I, a I huge, that's huge advantage. The more I thought about it, <laughs> yeah. you want, Jacksonville's completely acclimated to being there. Whereas Buffalo, yeah, they may have been there for five days, four or five days, but they're still not in that. You're not into that zone. Whereas Jacksonville. They already did it once. They already went through it. They are all their bodies have already changed. All the above. I think that was a huge advantage to Jacksonville. I think that's why they came out quicker and stronger in this game. But I mean, Buffalo didn't really look bad. That Stephon Diggs thing at the end. I guess he's just trying to make a play. But if I'm Stephon Diggs and there's, I think if they would have clocked it, there would have been five or six seconds left on the clock. I'm giving Josh Allen the shot to make the hail mary. I'm going to. I, I didn't love that. Outside of that, I didn't think Buffalo played an awful game, but the one-dimensional aspect, and I've been saying this all year, is going to kill them in the long run against good teams. It's just it's just not going to work. They they came out flat. 
They were, had three and outs. When is the last time you've seen Buffalo have three and outs? They had more three over and outs and over and over again. in that game not, yesterday not than they did all season. Don't Except blame for the possibly turf. week one. Don't blame the turf. The turf's excellent in that stadium. I've been there myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been low on Buffalo from day one. You guys have known that. Yep. Um, I think they're a wild card team at best. Um, and I thought that, I mean, I, I had been low on, I was high on Jacksonville going into the year, but I was low on Jacksonville going into the week. And I think that says a lot. Um, if Buffalo is in a shootout, they will win. If Buffalo has to play defense, they will lose. Yep. And um, they already lost. Um, they already lost Tre'Davious White. They lost Matt Milano yesterday for the year. For the year, and they're uh, actually looking at losing. Um, they're actually looking at losing. What's his face? Daquan Jones. He's also be- might be out for the year as well. But they just signed a cornerback, Josh Norman. Josh Norman. Josh Norman's back in the league. I didn't even know how long he's out of the league. Yeah, I just think their their defense is not going to be good enough to keep them in games. And then again, it's the same drill. It's the same drill as watching Bryce Young try and play behind with the Lions yesterday. If Josh Allen has has to to force throws and play from behind, he will throw. It's he's at his worst when he doesn't have a lead and he's not controlling the game. Uh, and I thought that's what happened yesterday. They just they just lost control of the game. Jacksonville had it from start to finish, and uh, that's a bad. I mean, Buffalo's got to keep an eye on that. They gotta they gotta figure out that run defense because ETN had a career day, and um, I don't know if it was a career day, but he was excellent yesterday. And and that's a, that's a theory. You want to beat one thirty six and two touchdowns. You want to beat Buffalo. You have a solid quarterback that can hang in there in the pocket and make throws, and you got to be able to run the ball. And that's the recipe to beating the Bills, in my opinion. I can't disagree. That they really need to get something going. The fact that they cannot run the ball too, that's going to oh, kill them it's down. Going to kill them down. When you start playing really good teams, really good teams. I mean, outside of Miami, they haven't played a re- which they caught a Miami team that was totally flat because of that big seventy point debacle they did the week before. That that's the problem with Miami. But Miami bounced back yesterday, and they were they were fine. Absolutely, I'm with you. So I I think Buffalo will bounce back this week. I do. I, oh. I don't think they. I depending on who they're playing. I mean, and good I mean, for Jacksonville, by the way. This was a that good was win for a huge win for because I, I thought they were good. I'm like yeah. you. I don't know about mm-hmm. Super Bowl good, but I thought they were 12, 13 win good, and they had been choking, and then they they figured it out. Yeah, and, and I'll say this: we said it before last week. Jacksonville needed this game more than Buffalo. Yeah. 100%. Uh, moving on. The Falcons headed to Houston to play the Texans. And, I mean, I, I was way off on this one. Sorry. So was I. Uh, I, thought, I. I don't think so. I, I don't think we were way off on it at I all. Mean, you, you had it. You picked it last. You had it. Him and I had Houston. I picked Houston all the way in this game. Yeah. Houston lost 19-21. to or tw- Atlanta beat Houston 21-19. Um, it, it, the thing is... I don't know how, but Desmond Ritter actually learned how to play quarterback like for the first time in his career. Yesterday. For yeah. the first time in his career, he and learned how to play quarterback. This is what I was having the debate with in my head. Did Desmond Ritter miraculously figure out how to play football, or did we way overvalue Houston's defense going into this game? No, I think he actually fucking is starting to understand how to play quarterback now. 
I don't know. I, I don't it's know only, if I can it's buy only, in. It's only taken a year and two games. I can't. I can't give it to him after one game. But credit to them. I think Houston was. I, Atlanta. Hey, this, this is just like who? Justin Fields. Maybe. It's a Justin Fields scenario. Right we need now. to see a bigger body of work. Is that what Correct. you're saying? Correct. So one thing that Arthur Smith did really well when he was the coach of the Titans, or excuse me, the offensive coordinator for the Titans is his teams were always it's a it's a Vrabel concept too. His teams were always really well prepared and I just thought that the Falcons they they responded to getting their asses kicked last week by being prepared for this game. They had a great game plan. Shit, Kyle Pitts was on the stat sheet yesterday. Kyle we all, Pitts. We all took Houston. I took Houston. Oh, okay. I didn't take Atlanta. Oh, I you thought you did? took Atlanta. I thought you took Atlanta. I thought you took Atlanta. Yeah, Regardless, Kyle Pitts. You had, a, you had good things to say about this game. Kyle Pitts was targeted 11 times. He caught seven of them for 87 yards. Drake London, nine and, uh, targets, six receptions, seven. I'm, I'm sorry, who was that? Kyle Pitts. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Um, they got him involved. <laughs> they got him involved. About time. Either that or they're showing him off before they trade him. Drake London had a decent game. Drake London, 6 Ob- for 78. Obviously, after two rough weeks, one of them was against the Lions, of course. But Ritter, the 329? But you want to know one? Kidding me? And he let him on a game-winning drive. He let him to the yeah. field goal at the end. You want One that blew me away yesterday, the last two games, actually. Jonu Smith, the other tight end there, is on fire. Yeah. Absolutely on fire. Nobody's yes. talking about it. No, yeah, he was 6 for 67 yesterday. He did fumble a ball one time, but last week, I don't have this sheet in front of me, but he had a huge game last week. Yeah. Wait, um, Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam, real quick, Chris Sala in the chat says, Uncle Sam, I saw your week five picks and props to you for picking the Steelers and Jags. Heavy underdogs. Good picks. Shout out to Arab Fantasy. Shout out to Chris. I hear you. Shout out to Arab Fantasy. So, um, did we... Are we going to ridicule Houston at all for that game? No, they're still young. They weren't as prepared. And and tough day for the Stroud boys. I, for one, am a Stroud boy. Um, Tank Sorry, he, he didn't throw for 300. It was only 249. 249 touchdown. still. He has, the <laughs> longest, he has the longest streak to begin an NFL career without throwing an interception, which is amazing. He still does. Which is amazing. Um, should have had him. one yesterday. He should have had one yesterday. It. But... Uh, I mean, it's just a hiccup. Houston still needs some pieces, and they're going to get out-schemed at some point. And good good for them. That's all I could say. Good for Stroud. But This will kind of home them in, too. Yeah. It, it, just like the Lions needed that smack in the mouth by Seattle, they needed this smack in the mouth right here. Uh, well, they're going to be Houston could be missing a big part of their offense next week because I know Tank Dell. Concussion. He's in concussion protocol. But, you know, we gave credit to the to Ben Johnson, that the way the Lions call that game yesterday. I thought that Atlanta called a really nice game. Yeah. Their offense looked good. They had a f- little bit of trickery in there. Drake London had a had a passing completion. Like they looked good, and they didn't rely solely on the run game. That's that's coaching, and that's why that's you coaching. hire Mike Smith, who was a good coach. He comes from a good tree. He's he was considered a good offensive mind, even if he looks like a pedophile. He's he's gonna do good things there, and good for Mike Smith for and, same and, drill. And, and it goes back to your take at the beginning Robinson's of the year, little one-handed which is that Atlanta could be in line. it. Yeah, that 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 division is wide open. Wide I open. I think Tampa's the front runner, surprisingly, but there's it's it's going to come down to the end. It's going to come down to how they beat up on each other. But if if Atlanta can steal big games here and there, it's wide open. The problem is right now with that division is they're all like they've just everybody keeps pulling one out, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, look at what New Orleans did this week. It's I, I mean, granted, right now their opponent was. Awful, but like Atlanta looked really nice yesterday. Like these teams are actually looking really good, and I just didn't. I agree. We didn't expect all of them 
to actually look halfway decent at points outside of Carolina. But we didn't expect three teams from that division to all look pretty, pretty good. Hey, I just kind of want to give another shout-out to the chat. It's popping off right now. It looks like we have 14 viewers. I don't know if you could trust that number, like the live viewer number. For, for some reason, it's always trending a little low and for what because yeah. i know there's more than four people this is this is a high number though right now and shout out to all you that are watching we appreciate it absolutely uh also um we have one more shout out pj wanted me to shout you out he said he can't wait to hear the brock purdy talk today. we'll get there pj oh stay tuned He's a i got brock. ammo i, I got know a they full sent clip. me a text yesterday i got a full clip we were in the group chat with you yeah i got yeah. three different texts yesterday yeah. from people saying i cannot wait for you to talk with uncle sam tomorrow i brought my boxing gloves i brought my gun so we'll get there. We got to get through the rest we of the gotta, slate yeah, though first. We got to get way down there. Next up, uh, the Tennessee Titans headed to the headed to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Colts came out victorious in this one, twenty three to sixteen. Um, real quick, Anthony Richardson went down again in this game. We had been talking about it. The guy has no regard for his own body. He's going down like a sweet muffin. Uh, but, but Minshew magic. Luckily, they have Gardner Minshew. And I'm going to be honest, Gardner Minshew, man, I love the guy. Uh, let's let's be honest. He should be the starter. No, he shouldn't. Yeah, he should. No, he shouldn't. That's bullshit. Gardner Listen, Minshew's this other guy can't even backup. fucking stay in the game. Well, he's he can't. Acclimated. He can't. He can't. How about Zach Moss? That's what we need to talk about. Jonathan Taylor makes his comeback, and Zach Moss completely steals the show. 23 of 165 for two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, a very modest six for 18. Um, yeah, talk about the extension, though. He got three years and $42 million with 26.5 guaranteed. So something that at, wasn't at close what, to getting bridged. It comes back to my the theory. What was Jim Ursay in when he decided to sign this contract with this kid? At what point, at what level was the bottle? That's all I want to know. Because he talked about sticking to his guns and it's what these guys signed their contract for and all that bullshit. And then he fucking flew the fucking, what was it? A dolphin or an alligator? It was an orca. And it fucking died. It fucking died. They should have him up on charges that's why, for killing that's why an animal. Could, no, that's why he paid Jonathan Taylor because the orca died. He had orca the money died. left over to pay him after Jesus the orca died. Christ. Listen, this, this guy, is why. Are you ready to hear? This is why they need to put him in rehab did. for the thirteenth time. Because if you stop and you think about it, and you have a guy like Anthony Richardson, okay, and you put him with a guy like Jonathan Taylor, okay, that is probably one of the most dangerous and dynamic quarterback running back duos that are ready to go on IR at any given time. That, therein lies yeah. the issue. And that's There's why he didn't want to pay him. There's the issue. But I'm not going to lie. If Jonathan Taylor is going to be your guy, I mean, Zach Moss is making it really difficult, especially after having a game like yesterday to just hand the reins game back over to week. Jonathan Taylor. Cause he's had, he's had good games every week all year. Yeah. So how do you just hand the reins over? Well, I mean, you don't. You got to get this guy acclimated in there. He's not. I bet you he's not even in game shape because he hasn't played. It goes back to that conversation we have about all of these guys that are either coming off IR, suspension, whatever. It, they're going to ease him in. It's yeah. going to take a second. And you'll see Jonathan Taylor eventually. And good for the Colts. for They got two wins at this point. I think they're two and three for easing into it. That's nice. So uh, as far as Tennessee goes, here we go again. Derrick Henry. What are, we, what are we talking about Tennessee for? Derrick Henry, 13 for 43. That's three yards. Per That's carry. not on him. That defense was all over Listen him. Listen to yesterday. me. Listen to me. 
Derrick Henry goes week the, by week. The Titans' week offensive line is utter dog shit. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins did indeed have himself a game, though. Eight for 148 hey, And I don't know if you watched any of that game. My man was ripping him out of the air, dude. Yeah. That passes were coming to him. They were his. He looked like he had a flashback to, like, 2014. Yeah. He looked like yesterday. he did as a Cardinal. Yeah. Um, Actually, he looked like a Texan. He looked like he did in Houston, yeah. Uh, Tannehill, 23 for 34, 264 in a pick. I want I want to say right here now that this is where I think Tennessee begins that the slow toboggan ride down. At what point do they just put in a Will Levis or a like get let him let him a, let him get going, dude? At what point do you continue to play Ryan Tannehill and and do what you're doing, which is something close to nothing? I mean. They squeak out a win last week, and they had to have Derrick Henry throwing fucking touchdown passes to do it. So what? What are we doing here? Why? Why is this guy still in the fucking game, dude? I mean, I'm, I'm trying not trying to point the finger all on him, but the offensive line is atrocious. They can't block anymore. Derrick Henry's three yards per carry, which isn't a bad thing. But you know what? If you don't have anybody to throw to, or you can't throw the ball downfield, this is what fucking happens. Yeah, let's do Steelers Ravens. Next up, Baltimore <laughs> headed into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers in a divisional matchup. Oh, you changed it up on me. Divisional matchup instead of a divisional game. Pittsburgh came out on top of this one to, I think, a lot of people's surprise, 17-10. to 10. W- What's going on in Baltimore? I mean, I'm Simple. not going to lie. There Nobody was, could catch. There yeah. was more dropped passes in that game yesterday that I've seen in a long time. I think it was literally that simple. And shout out to Carl G, by the way. You never watched this, but uh, shout out to Carl G. He called me wasted after that, and he was pissed. And I Screaming. told him I told him there's still time. He called time. you all intoxicated like he was at draft night. Yeah, he did. All fucking drunk, falling all over the place on himself. He, um, he was he was livid. And I said, that I, every that time this conversation happened. happens, I go, you know there's room on the Lions bandwagon because it's Carl G313. And 30, just, yeah. just to spite me, he changed his name to Carl G401 on Instagram to honor Baltimore. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm pissed. He deserves to get, he deserves to get kicked in the nuts. But um, it I think it's as simple as the drops. Lamar's having probably one of the best starts of his career right now. He's looked great. Uh, he made that mistake in the, the interception in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't great, but it was. I mean, they were they dropped three touchdowns, and I saw another one with Nelson Aguilar. Um, yeah, it's just it just drops. It's just that simple. I think Baltimore's a lot better than their record. Um, that being said, there's chinks in the armor. There's a there's a there's a lot to look to, and that division is somehow wide the fuck open. Wide open. Wide open. Even Cincinnati and isn't T- out of it. TJ no. Watt. TJ Watt is a monster. Yeah. And if you don't fucking block him, he'll single handedly destroy you. Yep. He's almost as good as his brother used to be. So the Steelers have their defense has to be that good every Correct, game, game that they're going to win because their offense isn't going to put up north of twenty very often. Um, good for Pickett and Pickens. Shout out to George. You got some big points with Pickens yesterday. Uh, Pickett to Pickens will always be good if they can block. They still can't run the damn ball. No. Um, and, and, they're chanting for Matt Canada too. They're fire. They're chanting fire Matt Canada. By the way, that's that's gonna happen here. I think pretty. Soon. They need another bad loss, and that'll happen. I think Jalen Warren. Now all those rumors we heard about how he was gonna be the guy. I think he's really starting to make a make a push. Warren nine for forty. That's four point four yards per carry. Najee Harris fourteen for thirty seven. That's two and a half yards per carry. 
And this well, is this you, you kinda, thing. You kind of knew that, listen, that Pittsburgh wasn't going to be able to run the ball on Baltimore. Well, but it's not just Baltimore. Najee Harris, week in and week out, you never know if you can trust this no, guy. No, because the week before that, he had a really good game. He didn't have a really good game. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He had a good game last week. He was running hard. I was watching him. Listen, and running listen, hard doesn't doesn't translate to winning. It, but you know what? They lost to It Houston, makes them relevant, dude. dude. Listen, they you got to keep a defense honest. If you don't run the football, you become one-dimensional. I get and that. And you fucking lose. Okay? But I think Jalen That's what Warren, happened to Baltimore. Right now, Jalen well, Warren is Baltimore a better running back game than Najee Harris. Why did Baltimore lose that game yesterday? Outside the drops. Gus Edwards Why? didn't have an awful game. What do you mean? He didn't have an awful game. I don't think they ran him enough. I don't they think they didn't run him enough. enough. He only had 12 That's rushes. That's the fucking problem. Yeah. He needs about eight, 18 to 20 carries a game. I, if you're not if you're not committed to do that, you become one-dimensional. A la your receivers start dropping shit all over the place. At Holy the end of the shit. day, at the end of the day, the, the it's simple, right? If the Ravens clean it up, they could be really, really good. Yeah. Pittsburgh. They are going to win games simply just based off me. of their defense alone. That's yep. it. Just because like, the offense isn't there. Just like San Francisco. At the end of the, if we're breaking down this division right now, I still think, I still think Baltimore and Cincinnati are a step up from Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Because Pittsburgh is they all they have to rely on is their defense. And I think Cleveland will probably finish last in the division. But Baltimore has to clean it up if they want to win this division because, as we're going to talk about later on, I think Cincinnati's starting to get it. Together. And they and they could do even more than just win the division too. I I, I still yeah. buy into whoever wins this division is going to have a shot at the entire AFC, which is completely down this year. But we can talk about that later. Dolphins, Giants. Next up, the Miami Dolphins uh, played host to the New York Giants down in South Beach. Miami came out on top in this one, thirty-one to sixteen. Uh, Daniel Jones has a neck injury coming from this game. Uh, so he is going to, he's considered day to day at the moment. Um, but for Miami, it was pretty much more of the same Tua, 22 for 30 for 308 and two touchdowns. He did have two pretty bad interceptions in this game. Uh, Devin a De- well, I always had trouble with this one. Devon a 11 for 151 and a touchdown. He also fumbled. Raheem Mozart did not have a bad game. 10 for 65 and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, eight for 181 yards and a touchdown. Casual. Casual, indeed. Uh, as far as the Giants go, can we are, can we all agree that the Giants are one of the bottom two teams in football right now? Yeah, but Andrew I— Andrew Jones has been sacked more than any quarterback in the fucking league so far. Yeah. I, I think that things change slightly when—exactly. Daniel Jones and um, both Daniel Jones— and um, what's his face in Washington? Sam Howell, Sam Howell. are on pace to both to break, break the NFL the record, record of being stats. sacked in the season. Um, I think the Giants look a little bit better with some offensive line help, and they and they get healthier. Um, and then Saquon is 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 big in that, that regard. Not having him is huge. You have well, no threat, e- even though uh, you don't have no threat of the run without him. Yeah. You don't. I, honest you don't, to God, yeah. Do you think right now it's hypothetical? Let's say Daniel Jones misses some time. Do you think there's any drop-off at all missing Daniel Jones and starting Tyrod Taylor? Yes. Because I'm at the point where I don't, I, think, I don't think Tyrod Taylor will make it through a game. I, I kind of— <laughs> To be honest with you, because he— 
I'm he's been you. injury prone too. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not high on Daniel Jones, but I'm also not low on him. And he, and he ran this offense just fine last year at the keys of the car. I, I literally think they're just that banged up, and it's causing them to not figure out what's going on. They they're need to completely revamp that line. offensive line. Yeah, too. that's huge. I think. I think that's the difference. Is he great? No, but I need to see. I need. I need to confirm with the healthy offensive line how this looks. Okay, and where are we at on Miami? They're fickle. By the what way, do you mean? they woke up. They a, woke up yesterday. They didn't chain, come out flat. By the way, has has shown up on the injury report yeah. with the knee. He's getting evaluated for Who knee is? injury, and that ruins two fantasy seasons for him Who? if he has any a issues. Chain. He's hurt. He's hurt. He has his a, knee. I saw it was a tweaked knee. Please, ah, I'm praying. Tweaked balls. Tweaked balls. <laughs> yeah. No, but well. where are we at in Miami? Standing because obviously no, they, I, I still they dropped think a bad Miami's one. Going to be there in the end. They dropped a bad one to Buffalo. Okay, and obviously you know I mean they beat up on the Giants. They beat up on on Denver, and both of those are all right. What are they four and shoot. one? They're four and one. Their defense is tricky. I think the Dolphins' defense is tricky, and I, again, it's the same drill. Like that's not a you don't want Tua playing from behind as much as you don't want Josh Allen playing from behind. Correct. And they're going to have to control the pace of games to do all their wins. Well, the only thing that I would give a bunks Miami over Buffalo is this: Tua can actually run an offense. He doesn't have to. They they can score at any point of the field. Unlike Buffalo, they don't have to rely on Tua to do everything. They can hand the ball off and still be as effective as they are throwing. They're more balanced than Buffalo. I don't give a fuck what anybody is. says. That game and they they come out flat in Buffalo. Do you? I think, don't care. Do you think Miami can be the Super Bowl team from the AFC? Yes, okay. but it's still it goes through. Hey. Don't say that. Champs are four and one. We can fight about that later on. The fucking defending champs are four and one. Right now, we can fight about this. New Orleans headed up to Foxborough to play oh, the New God. England Patriots. And I'd like to preface this by saying Uncle Sam did indeed take New England in this game. And um, for lack of a better phrase, New Orleans finger popped Bill Belichick's asshole. Oh, they, didn't finger, they didn't finger pop it. You're you're wrong. They did not finger pop it. They fisted Bill Bell. It was it was rectal yeah. prolapse, this and, time and it's and it's not pretty. Um, you know what it's like fisting a seventy-two year old man. <laughs> there's there's not much to talk about in this one. Mac Jones is no, great. It, Mac Jones horrible. got benched. Bailey Zappi came in. I, you know I what? Think that I, I'm, I'm going to say too, this: it's way. not all Mac Jones. You can't put all the blame on Mac. It's Jones. Mac Jones. Looks it, awesome. It's just up and down. It's let's because Zappi Zappi wasn't any better. No, he was. So, he was better. He's been well, better in both by. games. Not much. Both games that Zappy played in, he's played better than Mac Jones. I think we're one more plug pulling away from full time Zappy. I I don't. See, I, I don't I'm think surprised they ain't full time Zappy right now. I think we're at full time Zappy. Fair. I, honest to God, I think we're at. I think we're at. They move on from Mac Jones because it's like right now. I mean, when Billichek got up there, and I've I've watched every Billichek interview for 15 years post game, I have never heard him say, "Yeah, we're starting completely over." He got up in the podium yesterday. What does that mean? And said, we're starting completely. That well, means plug pulling. They doubled down and they asked him. They said, in your years being here, have you ever felt like you had to start over at week five? And he said, no. And they said, okay, well, what does starting over mean? And he says, we're starting over. Okay. So they're starting over. I don't know. I don't know what it means either. One thing, there's one thing that I found interesting from this game is Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott got the exact same number of carries. They both got eight carries. So I think in 16 carries in a game for New England is not good. 
Well, you have to, Mac Jones, only, they only had 22 passing attempts. So, I mean, they, they, <laughs> they couldn't get a fucking they first They were flaccid. Out. Yeah. Um, Can I school you guys real quick, bigger picture? It's not a sure. football talk, because I don't even want to talk about this game. It's a waste of our time, but all good things come to an end eventually. Absolutely. Um, well, I, watched, I think it's been at an end for two years. Then. I watched the Wings get to 25 or 26 years on their playoff streak. It went away. I watched the San Antonio Spurs do the same thing. It happened to the Yankees. It happened to the Atlanta Braves in the 90s. Eventually, you get dethroned. And um, the Patriots won't be able to go forward successfully without truly hitting reset, truly getting a quarterback, truly building from scratch. Right. They've been putting Band-Aids on it for the past fucking three years. So, I mean, is this a full sell now? Are they just, it has to be. They just dump everything? It has to be. Uh, what did we think of the Saints yesterday? Good bounce back game from Derek Carr. I, know, I, I, know too. The, I don't buy into the Patriots, so there's only so much to go around. But again, it goes back to NFC South. That shit is wide open. Yep. That door is wide open, and they're all just going to keep treading until some big battle at the end. And honestly, I'm, I'm jumping ahead because I want to talk about the playoffs later. Two teams in that division might get in. Ooh, Possibly. that's spicy. That's possible. That's a spicy take. Yeah. Uh, moving on. The Cincinnati Bengals went down to Arizona to play the Cardinals yesterday and came out victorious. Cincinnati 34 to 20. Um, so Arizona got their one big win against Dallas, man. And then ever since then, I mean. They played I'll, everybody tough. They've played everybody tough. I don't, I don't think Arizona is at the point where. We thought they'd be. We all. I mean, we all thought Arizona pretty much be one of the worst teams in football this year. Yes, I don't know. I don't think they're they're the worst team in football. They're not. No. They're, they might be bottom five, five, but they're not dead bottom. No. Um. And, and you know what? At, that, at, this, at this point, if they could pull out another win or two before Kyler Murray correct. comes back, they don't look all that bad. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I don't think I would make a change at this point. Both of the Colts coordinators, coaches. Yeah. Or excuse me, not Colts. Both of the Eagles coordinators that are coaches now, Steichen and Gannon, both of their teams are out kicking their coverage. Correct. And playing tough yeah. with very lackluster rosters. And credit to them. And maybe that's the reason why we don't think the Eagles look that, that Well, that's, that's the main that, reason the Eagles don't That's exactly don't look the reason why you don't see the Eagles dominating right now. Yeah. Is they lost the voices on both sides of the ball. And Gannon's by no means some some crazy offensive guru, but he's got Josh Dobbs playing decent football, and yeah. I know you're you, you you ride or die with Cincinnati. So you have a, you have a lot riding on Cincinnati. I know I do. you do. I'm not. Buy, I buy in more to their Rams win than I do it, into this Zach, one. Zach Taylor but a wins a win. Wins now a win. Th this was a good win for them, but listen, is I it thought, really that impressive? No, but here's the thing. Slightly, not that impressive, it's but there's a little. Impressive. It moves the needle a little. It bit. It does. This this moves the needle for me. I'll say this. I, you know how Burrow came out this week and said, this is the best I've felt? In my opinion. It. You've seen it right you, away. Bur he, looked be he looked better than he has all year, yeah. but Joe Burrow still does not look like Joe Burrow. No. He no. is he, not he, there yet. You know what, though? At least now he's able to move around. Correct. He's, here's, here's an issue that I had seen. I, I don't want to sound like uh, like you always say I'm the conspiracy theorist. Joe Burrow's not getting the fucking roughing calls like he used to. My man absolutely was getting hammered out there, and they weren't throwing any flags. They were in the pocket. Well, that's something to, that I guess to keep an to eye. To me, on. was unusual. I'm not used to seeing a top tier quarterback taking big shots and nobody throwing flags. And I'll say this: they didn't have T. Higgins yesterday. Right. 
he had to rely on Jamar Chase, and he listened to Jamar Chase. Just throw up the ball to me, and I'll get it. And that worked. 15 for 192 and three touchdowns from Jamar Chase. Is that, is that good? That's the bounce back that's of the pretty year good? right there. I mean, and, and they didn't really have, I mean, Tyler Boyd, six receptions, whoever Trenton Irwin was. And he dropped. Uh, Tyler Boyd dropped a touchdown. He dropped. Actually, like three passes. Yeah, it was targeted. Real quick, I want to get into some context on on what you said on on does this does it move the needle? Is this a big win? Grand scheme, no. In the but what they were coming into this, the Bengals were at such rock bottom. Yeah, that's why this win matters. Like right. we've just been waiting right. for a pulse. Oh, I could like if and they, they have a pulse right now. We all said before this week if they lost this game, that's it. Yeah. Right. I We're was done picking point. them. If we picked them and we said that. We right. both said that. If they lost this game, that's it. I was out on Cincinnati for the rest of the year. So this was this was an important win for them. Was it a big win? Was it a beautiful win? No, but it was an important win for them. Defensively, I still think they need to they have work to do. I don't think they played bad yesterday defensively. I thought they were pretty good, actually. It's they just... they held they held a team that's been scoring points. Under control. Yes. James Conner's banged up, by the way. Yeah, right. James Conner did. He went out of that game hurt. I've seen that. Yeah. It's just, it's. And when he left the game, I gotta it see was it different more. after that. I got to see it more. We need some more consistency. Same, but that's a start. But it was that a, a foundation. Next up in the uh, the battle at Mile High, the Jets went into Denver to play the Broncos. It was everything and more the jets won this game 31 21 nathaniel hackett got the game ball from amu bob and you know what did you see what amu bob said when he shook sean payton's hand Who? no i didn't who Am- amu bob so so i was watching it on um, red Sa- zone robert sala amu oh. bob, uncle bob that's arabic anyway. for uncle bob um Amu Bob, I, I was waiting for it, and I was hoping Red Zone didn't cut away because the game was out of hand, and it was the last game on, and I was hoping they wouldn't cut away, and they didn't. They went back for the handshake at double zero because we wanted to see it, and Amu Bob shook Sean Payton's hand, and you know what he said? Two words. He smiled, and he said, stay humble. Ooh. They wanted that one. CJ Uzoma was one. saying fuck them for how they treated Hackett in the pregame. And they wanted that one. And Zach Wilson wasn't half bad again yesterday. He made Zach, some big throws. He didn't look awful yesterday. I will say that. Zach Wilson, 19 for 26, 199 and a pick. But it didn't really matter because Brees Hall decided to take over this game. 22 for 177 uh, I, I and a still, touchdown. Brees Hall on one leg. Brees Hall looked like everything and more yesterday. He I was, think he's, he's here starting, to stay. He's starting yeah. to look like he's getting into shape I now. think he's here to stay. Yeah. yeah. The big, the glaring thing I... If you remember Zach, that first that first game against Buffalo, he ran out of gas. Yeah, he ran out of gas. He didn't run out of gas. He didn't yesterday. run out of gas yesterday. <laughs> they I, they need to find Garrett Wilson more. They got to get Garrett Wilson more targets. They got to get the ball in his hand more. And this might actually work, not work, but it might get them through. I mean, they need to. This should have been a, a game that the Jets defense won by themselves, and they did just enough to win it. If you're Denver, what the fuck? Are, what do you do? Honestly, it's a, it's a defensive problem. It, it's completely a defense. Because if you look at Russ's numbers, Russ has better numbers almost all around than Patrick than Mahomes. Than Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Than Patrick Mahomes right now. They're, they're not doing any. And, and, I mean, same drill. They lost uh, they lost Javante Williams. Guess what? Here comes Jaleel McLaughlin. They had a decent game. Money, dude. And they, they get the ball around. I mean, Cortland Sutton didn't really do anything yesterday. I know because I have him in three leagues. But... Um, <laughs> 
they get the ball around nicely and and they're there offensively. They just their defense like if you're giving 30, 70 to the to the Dolphins and you're giving up 31 to the Jets who right. hadn't scored north of 20 or 21 the entire you got you got issues, and maybe this isn't the year, but also maybe there's some good juju headed their way. I just think the Jets really wanted this. They wanted this for Hackett. Yeah, their defense was flying all over the field. Flying around you. Yeah. Brees Hall and Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall, Bryce had, Hall a, had that. Had a Quincy yeah. Williams was a monster yesterday. Yeah. Quinn and Williams. Quincy Williams. Quincy, the brother, the linebacker. Yeah. He's the one that sacked, sacked Russ right at the end there. You know— to win him the game. You've been awfully quiet about the Jets so far. What do you mean? It's because he got all the antibiotics and he got all the gangrene out of the system. I mean, I, I don't what know. What do you want me to say? What do you I want, want me you to, say? to parade this team around like you like you what I, I would parade this team around if it was Aaron Rodgers behind center. Oh. We would be t- you know, we wouldn't be talking like, about that right now. You know why? That's they might be they might be four and one. That sounds a lot like a they band might be four and one or five and oh at this point with Aaron Rodgers. That sounds like something I would do. We don't know. You know what? They keep win- They can win a few more games here, coming down the stretch. In a few more weeks, when Aaron's out of his little sock and he's throwing passes and running around, you'll see. Everybody's going to be fucking scared then. You really think that you're going to see? You really think? I you're think Aaron Rodgers will be back before the playoffs. Okay. Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles headed to SoFi for a game against the Rams and came out victorious. Philadelphia 23, the Los Angeles Rams 14. Um, It was Cooper Cup's first game back. Eight receptions, 118 yards. But they didn't forget about Puka Nakua, seven for 71 and a touchdown for him. Uh, Kyron Williams, 13 for 53. Matt Stafford, 222 yards and two touchdowns in this game. Um, On the other side of the ball, A.J. Brown just keeps doing A.J. Brown things. Six for 127. Dallas Goddard, massive game. Eight for 117 and a touchdown. It started early with him, too. And that, the first two series they had, all they did was ass Pepper Goddard. Goddard. Yeah. For people like, that were wow, worried about dude. Jalen Hurts, this was his first 300-yard game this year. He also had 70 or 77 or 80 on the ground. 72 on the ground and a touchdown. He was their leading rusher. Sit down, DeAndre Swift, you bitch. Um... I, anyone that was worried about Jalen Hurts, I think he's going to be fine. Um, I think this game proved it. It's going to take time with Hurts, and he was a monster yesterday. But I still think the Eagles are a little tricky. I, either I mean, good credit to the Rams. They've outplayed everyone's proje- projections of them this year. Um, I still think the Eagles, kind of like the Chiefs, which we'll get to, I think the Eagles and Chiefs are both missing something. I think they're both out of sync, and I want to see the I, Eagles I think the against Eagles better are competition. Better shape than the Chiefs are. I do. Yeah, but yeah. also I want to see the Eagles against better competition. And when do Eagles Niners play? That's so. Is it Eagles late? Niners play December third? Oh, that's so but late. But I'm gonna say this: that Eagle the Eagles are at the Jets this week. That could be interesting. That's an interesting. I'm game. sorry, but for some reason that game intrigues me. And then next week, October 22nd, Sunday Night Football, Eagles Dolphins. Ooh, that sign could me be up. great. Sign that me up. Be, that could be fantastic. See if Darius Slade going to have to. You want to know what's interesting? Start stretching for that game already. Hold on. So they're at the Jets this week, which we think is an interesting game. Somewhat. Then they're at, then they play Miami on Sunday Night Football. That's a really interesting game. Then they're at Washington, which we know 
If there's a Philadelphia trap game, it's at, at Washington. Washington. Then they play Dallas at home. Then they come. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Hold I'm on. not worried about the Dallas Cowboys. Just whatsoever. listen to me. Listen. I, I think the Dallas Cowboys are utter trash. Okay. Listen to me. Go ahead. Bye week. Yeah. At Kansas City. Okay. At home against Buffalo. Okay. At home against San Francisco. That'll tell you where they're at. That's, I mean, I that's only an see incredible the way they're playing right now. I only see two winnable games. They have to fight for the other four. Out of those six games you just named, they're going to have to fight really hard. I could see them beating the Commanders because they're not going to choke against them for another time. And then I could see them maybe beating the Jets because of Zach Wilson. The rest of those games, they're going to scratch and claw against the Cowboys. They'll split with Dallas. They'll split with Dallas. Miami's tough. I think they— Obviously, Frisco's not going to be easy for them. They lose to San Francisco. Yeah, 100%. Kansas City— that's that's an interesting game, but regardless, like those are not gimme. None of those games are gimmies I'll, except for the Commanders. I think they split between the Jets and the Commanders. I think they lose. We're looking in the future here. Let's talk about this game. Okay, talk about this yeah. game. Go ahead. Go ahead. He just vibe talk about this so game. Hard. Go ahead. Matt Stafford played his ass off in this game under duress. He was under duress. under duress. Say that. By the way, your guy finally woke up, and I see you had him on the bench. Who? Hassan Riddick. Yeah, he, he actually. Don Riddick was huge at the end of that yeah. game. And of course, Jalen Carter, at one point, I thought he absolutely almost cut Matt Stafford in half when he whipped him down to the ground. Jalen Carter, two and big I thought sacks. for sure yeah. he was going to get a penalty and didn't. He he was a monster yesterday. He's he's what everybody thought he was going to be. Can I ask you a question? Yes. I feel like you're slowly becoming a fan of the Los Angeles Rams. Just I, I week he's had every week. Can, he can I get a little hard right on now? For Stafford yeah. and the Rams. You you want to know what Matt Stafford has gained my respect. Holy I, I what? The I, fuck? Can I tell you why? What? Can I tell fuck? you why? Can I tell you why? I'm listening. Yeah, go ahead. That team that they put on the field right now is so bad. It's lion esque. Outside being coached by Sean McVay, that team is lion esque. The talent on that team is slim, very slim, and I and I don't. I bet you you can't outside Aaron Donald. I don't think you guys could name another player on that fucking defense. Because guess what? I don't know who half them people are, Devin and and um they've they've played outstanding with what they have. Different Witherspoon. What? That's he said Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, I, I said Akello Witherspoon. Devin yeah, Witherspoon. There's a Witherspoon on yeah, the Rams. That's why. Yeah, he's, he's not. It's Akello yeah. Witherspoon. Okay, that's what you get for keep sucking on that weed pen, dumbass. Anyways, pen. moving on. Fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Lost <laughs> <laughs> my spot here now. Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs. What, what the fuck? What? Uh, I said I gained some respect in him. Are you yeah. surprised? Are you, yeah, you, are you Rams, surprised? The Rams are quietly having a good year. If they weren't in such a tough division, I would be a lot higher on them. Okay. Um, but they did beat one of those teams. They beat Seattle, and they looked decent against San Francisco. They have, they've honestly pushed San Francisco harder than any other team has. I right. thought they did, too. Um, that being said, their division is tough, but they, I mean, if they keep pulling some I, I want I want to see the rematch with San Francisco. Why? With with Cooper Cup, I want to see the rematch. I must San be real low. I must be real high on San Francisco, and we'll talk about it in a second. Hey. But um, do you have anything else to say about Philadelphia? Since you just sat here and blew Matt Stafford for the last ten minutes. Well, I will say this: Jalen Carter's ever what what I thought he was going to be. 
Um, I don't know, dude. I would have took him at six. That's all I'm going to say. Right now in a match between Philadelphia. I, I, don't, get, I don't give a fuck okay. about all that other bullshit. I would have took him at six. Right now in a matchup between Philadelphia and Detroit, who do you think wins? Philadelphia. Interesting. Interesting. Best right. run D in the league, but... Uh, Sorry? Best run D in the league, but... You know. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Moving most on. Do- most dominant defensive player in the draft, period. Okay, that's one person. Not one year in a row, two years in a row. I heard he has a mangina, though. Excuse me? Kansas City headed to the Twin Cities to play the Minnesota Vikings. Came out on top 27-20 in a pretty, in a somewhat tight game. Um, I'm going to be the first one to say, because I think we're all going to kind of agree here. Kansas City still don't look like Kansas City. And I, I mean, it's, it's kind of just being, it's becoming more and more glaring that Kansas City, for some reason, doesn't have that magical spot. I don't know if Mahomes isn't as cute as he used to be or what, but they're they are desperately missing something. I think they're missing a they're I don't know if it's a pass catcher. I don't know what, but they are missing something. And I'm gonna say this: Kelsey went out with his little ankle sprain in this game. I know Uncle Sam's probably gonna sit here and talk all kinds of shit about that. Justin He's a Jefferson. Big cunt. Justin Jefferson <laughs> had an issue too. Justin Jefferson went out injured in this game as well. That that to me was the key of the game. Kelsey came back though. Kelsey no, came that back. That was the key of the game. If they had Jefferson, if they had Jefferson in the second half of the fourth quarter, it might yes. have looked a little different. I think that that was the key of the game. I really think that that Cousins would have pulled it out if Jefferson was healthy. I'm with you on the Chiefs. Uh, there, there's there. I think both the Eagles and Chiefs are out of whack. Certainly, the Chiefs are out of whack. I, I already I know what's wrong with the Chiefs right now. Their defense is missing uh, probably their best player, Nick Bolton. He has been playing the last yeah, but three weeks. He's on my team. I thought he played yesterday. No, he did not, he did not out play. yesterday. Why does that keep happening? Why is you, he? He was out. You keep. You, you, you want to know what's funny? You had two guys out, and your quarterback put up two points, and you still beat Jack. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm gonna say this: If you're Minnesota now, what are you gonna do? Like, what are you Minnesota? Who do they got next? Jesus. Like, is Minnesota at the point where they're getting ready? Do you tear this down? I mean, No, have, I, I don't think you can. They're at they, Chicago, home against San Francisco, at Green Bay, at Atlanta. Now they can actually turn their season around right here. No, they can't. Beating Chicago. Beating Chicago can turn around. their season around. I don't know about turning their season around, but the, but nothing screams, you know, I need good medicine quite like the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. They've lost how many games now? Four? Four. They're one and four. They've, they've lost four games by a combined total of... I have no idea. You they're to, all you fucking, like... Count it. They're close. One, single digits. Seven. Yes, last but year, we all won. said, last year they won 11 here, games they, by one they score. They won this all year, those games last year. Them all. Instead of losing them, now you're seeing them lose those games that they were Three. winning last year. I still think they're very talent depleted. Right. I think Alexander yes. Madison yeah. sucks. Yeah, he's, he's garbage. Why they're not playing Cam Akers over here? It's gonna, it's me. gonna start happening. It's gonna start yeah. happening. I just think they're talented. Madison is a backup. If we're taking Justin Jefferson out of the picture too, not good. Yeah. Not good. Not good. If, not good. If you take Justin Jefferson off this offense, they don't beat Chicago. They don't beat Chicago. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you might be right. Justin Jefferson. But they got T.J. Hawkinson. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Can we go back to Kansas City? Yes, though? actually, I wanted to go back. Can we go back to Kansas City. What yeah. What do we think is wrong with them, and does does it get solved? I'll be. I, can I? 
Chris in the chat says Kansas City will be fine. Do you agree with that? No, and I don't think that the AFC runs through Kansas City right now. I, I think I it do. runs through either team. Buffalo or Miami. Buffalo or Miami. And whoever wins the AFC North. Right now, right now, I don't ha- think Kansas City. They're 4-1. The, one. Yes, I get that. Wait, but who did they a, lose to, by the way? Yeah. It's a it's a They're very one, dude. What's it's a one? fluky four and one. Someone you want to know what their problem is? I could tell you their problem. They don't right have now. a pass catcher. They're they're not committing to the run enough. The, they they don't have a pass catcher. They're not committing to the run enough. They don't have a pass catcher. They need they need to start running the shit out of the running backs. Listen, that they have here's here it is. At the end of the day, they have won one definitive game. They have won one game in definitive fashion, and that was against the Chicago Bears at Arrowhead. Outside of that, they lost to Detroit. They beat Jacksonville by six. They beat the Jets by a field goal, and they beat Minnesota well, by a touchdown. They beat Jacksonville. Yesterday. Jacksonville's a good team. Jacksonville th- two weeks ago, three weeks ago, was not Jacksonville now. I'm sorry. It's not. So they're a good team. They have to – listen to me. It's, it goes back there. Okay. Then one, what are you trying to say? Kansas City's the worst 4-1 and one team in the league right now? They they look like the worst 4-1 so? team in the league. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion, Who that's – the other 4-1 and one teams? Detroit, Detroit's four and one. Uh, Buffalo's three and two, right? Yeah, Miami. Miami's four, four and, one. and one. Yeah, and then you could take throw the five and zero oh teams in there too if you want. I mean, Miami's four and one. Kansas City's four and one. Hold on, Tampa, I have it up in four and one. Detroit's Tampa's four and three one. And one. Three and one. That's it. So okay, outside of the five and zero oh teams, Philadelphia, Frisco, Detroit. Miami and Kansas City. Who's the worst team out of all those? Playing the worst right now, it's Kansas, Kansas City. City. It's Kansas City. Interesting. Um, this is why they're they're gonna at least be like minimally okay. Is they're playing it's it's the Patriots and the Packers over the last fifteen years. They're playing in a really bad division. Mm-hmm. So well, they're they, hoping they're hoping that these guys that are there develop going in further into the season here. Who and as so, long as they can get these guys into. Well, you're what are they called again? They play What's the one guy. They play in one of the worst divisions in their four and one right now. So that's the that's an easy Sky recipe Moore. for We're waiting for Ra- Sky Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice. So yeah. so that's an easy recipe to rectify this. And you have Arrowhead going for you in the winter. It's just a matter of is this finally going to be the year where they have to travel? Is this going to be the year where they have to go to Miami? Not as threatening, but if they have to go to Buffalo. You know, if they got to go to Baltimore. I think that's a yes. I think it's, it's a yes, too. It's possible. Okay, let's, I think it's a yes, Let's too. say win their division. I think they got their more losses dog than that. Shit. I think they have more. They're going to win their division. They're going to win right. it by a lot. But I think I do think they have more losses with them if this is the team they're trotting out because they're missing something. They're missing okay. something in their receiving court. I know because I have Mahomes in two leagues, and he's not putting up Mahomes numbers right now. And I just think offensively they're not all there. The defense is slowly coming along. But it's not – they definitely don't look like world-beating Kansas City. In fairness, a year ago now, they still didn't look like world-beating Kansas City. And then one thing leads That's to true. another, and then they're always there in the end. I'm still going to go back to my take, my Travis Kelsey take that I had week one when they played the Lions. Your, your entire offense is reliant on a 33-year-old tight end. And it's – it. I'm sorry, but if, you, if that's where you're – if you're relying on that – because let's be real here. The rest of their pass catchers, if they are on any other team, they're probably barely seeing the field. So let's let's again, they're too reliant on one guy. And and here's uh here's a, a piggybacking off of that. 
that one guy was out week one versus the Lions, and they, and, lost. And they lost. And I agree with that. I I think a lot of their offense currently goes through Kelsey, and Kelsey's one That's injury the away. Andy Reid offense. He, he gets, did the same thing in Philadelphia. He gets injured every other week. Right. And, and how long can that last without any other pass catchers at the moment? I mean, think I'm of, with you. I'm with you. You're on that. pushing Gronkowski levels of of beat upness on Travis Kelsey right now. That's where you're at. <laughs> Actually, he's been a lot healthier than Gronk. Well, but. Gronk had to this five point, major knee surgeries I mean, at this time. When Gronk, Gronk was bionic. Yeah. Did you guys know they're the same age, by the way? Kelsey and Gronk. Kelsey and Gronk, yes. They're the same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's And how long has Gronk been retired for? What, two years? Now? Almost going in two years? Two years. Been a full year. It was two he's years. been retired. This is his second yeah. year in actual retirement. Anyways, uh, if you're the Chiefs right now. Call Gronkowski. Play double tight ends. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was Andy Reid. Uh, okay, hypothetically, just real quick, if Justin Jefferson's out, should Minnesota start to look to move Kirk Cousins? Yeah, his contract's hard to unload, but I think they. they I, I don't. No I don't think cap. Kirk Cousins is going anywhere. To be honest with you, look at the numbers he's putting up. This is yeah, his last year who, in Minnesota. Who are they going to get to put in his spot? No, this is his Nobody. last year in Minnesota. Because, you enter the Caleb Williams. So, so supposedly there's a rumor. I don't know how true it is, but there's a rumor that Justin Jefferson turned down the highest contract for a wide receiver in NFL history this summer because he wanted to see what their future was at quarterback, and he doesn't want it to be Kirk Cousins. He wants to see where they're going. He wants to see if they draft someone. So I think no matter what, they're in the market for to draft a quarterback, number one. Number two, Cousins', Cousins contract is so big that they won't be able to pay like the, what they paid Hawkinson and what they want to pay Justin Jefferson. They won't be able to do it. Like They need to get younger at quarterback. So I do think—I don't know if they're going to move him at the that, deadline. That's a double-edged sword right there. It can be. He should shut the fuck up. You know why? Because he's the one reaping the benefits of Kirk Cousins. But guess what? Kirk Cousins hasn't won anything for them. He won a division. It it was the cheapest division win in the history of division wins, in my opinion. And they got shit-pumped in the first round of the playoffs. Um, but he hasn't really won much there. He's Tony Romo. He, it's good. It's a he's really Tony good fucking comparison. Romo, dude. It's a very good comparison. Moving on, the moment that a lot of you have been waiting for. The Dallas Cowboys headed to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Hold on. Let me stretch for this one. Oh, he's leaving. He's leaving. I'm out here stretching. He just left. I'm out here stretching. He's getting an energy drink. The San Francisco 49ers put an absolute ass shellacking down on the Dallas Cowboys. 42 to 10 in a game where Uncle Sam picked Dallas to win. That was it. So you've lost this week by a combined 75 points in two games. Anyways, Brock Purdy, 17 completions on 24 attempts, 252 yards, and not one, not two, not three, but four touchdown passes for a QBR of 144.5. Christian McCaffrey only needed to run the ball 19 times for 51 yards and a touchdown, and he only needed to catch the ball twice. For 27 yards in this game. At the end of the day, there was this game was never in doubt. I was very excited for it. I thought we'd see a defensive battle. But here we go. The Dallas Cowboys defense folded. Brock Purdy was able to do exactly what he needed to do to win the game. They threw in a guy named Jordan Mason who ran the ball 10 times for 69 yards right at the end. Debo got five carries in. George Kittle had a three-touchdown evening, and the 49ers rolled. And before we go on, before I let Zolo go on his molestation spree here, I'm going to say this. The San Francisco 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. 
They'll finish the regular season with two or less losses, and Brock Purdy will be the MVP. They could go. They could go seventeen and zero. They could go. They're that good. They are that fucking good right now that they could go seventeen and zero. And we, you, we talked all about how Dallas had the best defense. Dallas or the 49ers had the best defense in football. That was embarrassing. Jerry Jones talked all week about how hyped this game should have been. That was fucking embarrassing. And you can go ahead and say that Dak Prescott threw the game away, and that's fucking fine. But at the end of the day, you ain't going to give credit. Credit is due to Brock Purdy. They did exactly what they needed to do to win this game yesterday, and their defense looked fabulous in the process. That's the best team in football. That's the best defense in football. It's probably outside of Miami, the best offense in football. And they, it's it's almost impossible to think about them losing right now. Go ahead. You go first, Uncle Sam. Oh, after you. Age before beauty. I insist. He's after got nothing you. to say. He's got nothing to, I got say. A lot to say. Go. I always got something to say. Go. Talk I'm your shit. You. Walk go your ahead. walk. Go ahead. Tell me how great Brock Purdy is. Brock Purdy ain't shit. Anybody could fucking play quarterback behind. I could play quarterback that. behind that offense. You've got to throw stop three touchdowns Listen, behind that offense. Jimmy Garoppolo never looked this good in that offense. There's Jimmy Garoppolo never had fucking half the weapons this guy's got. He didn't. Have, he didn't have Christian McCaffrey. That's it. That's, That's the, only, the one. only one. That's the only one. That's the only one. It's it the only happen. one. And, and honestly, you're forgetting Elijah Mitchell played absolutely lights out there before McCaffrey got there. You're delusional. I'm not. Listen look, to me. Look, 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 look. Let, that me, defense let me go alone. first. Let me go first. Go ahead. I'm going to say this much. I think if you threw probably 10 to 15 current starting quarterbacks into that offense, and I, we can do a list if you want, but I do think if you did throw 10 to 15 quarterbacks under center, they would be doing what Purdy is doing. I can admit that. Absolutely. I can admit that. Go, you finish your thought. I no, will, I will unload. Absolutely. That's it. It's the only thing I, I want I to think say. I think you're absolutely okay, right. Okay, so then that means you're saying Brock Purdy then is at a minimum a top 15 quarterback. He's a game manager. No, no, no. Stop. No, you can't fuck around now. I'm not fucking around. He's, He's a, a game top manager. 15 quarterback. He's a top 15 quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback. 15. Top 12 quarterback. No. Then name me 12 quarterbacks no, better than no, him. I, I would say 12, yes. 12, yes. Honestly, you know I think's better I, than him? You want my list? If you want to go, go ahead. Patty Mahomes. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow. Even your boy fucking, uh, uh, what's his name in Buffalo? Josh Allen. Okay. Justin Herbert. <laughs> okay. Jared Goff. I think it's better than him. So far, I agree with you on every name you've said. Really? Mm-hmm. And you're missing some stuff. Okay, I'm not I'm not done. Kirk Cousins? No. Yes. Absolutely. I think Kirk Cousins is better than he is. Absolutely. Okay. Next. What do you mean next? I just told you, Kirk Cousins. Okay. You said you had you said you had 12 guys who were better than him. CJ Stroud. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joe. I think C.J. Stroud is better than he is. I don't know if he's better than him. I think if you put C.J. Stroud... I think if you put C.J. Stroud in that offense, he would fucking absolutely absolutely light it up. I I agree. I agree. So you don't agree with that? There's eight so far. Aaron Rodgers. A hurt Aaron Rodgers. Isn't he dead? better than him. Okay, nine. Okay. You're at nine. I'm at nine. Makes pretty ten. So I need need to get a couple more in there? (laughs) I'm on the spot. It's not as easy as you should think it is. You did miss Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Okay. 
Did he say Tua? He did not say Tua. Tua. Okay. So now you have him so at where 12. where are we at? You're at 12. All right. We're at 12. Okay. Outside of, I, I don't think I would put, I don't think Cousins would do as well in that offense. Bullshit, dude. You know what? That's bullshit. And Kirk honestly. Co- Kirk Cousins would absolutely light it up in that Hold offense. on. You forget that hold Kirk on. Cousins was with his dad in fucking Washington. And I it's don't, the reason why Kirk Cousins is a fucking NFL quarterback. I don't think Josh Allen would do as well in that offense as Brock Purdy is. Josh Allen just beat. That's why, dude. All Outside of that, it honestly, in that offense, I, agree. I I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to say with that you on all but three, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay, their defense is so good, and, and they show that they can be run on a little bit. But the problem is, if you stop Christian McCaffrey or hold him in check, they're beatable. Dude, They're beatable. They, they, you they have stop. to be able. Can I, can I they tell you guys? Christian McCaffrey you, and put up forty-two points. Christian McCaffrey not did, done. did nothing yesterday. Listen, he did absolutely they, nothing. You still have to be able to control the line of scrimmage with them. The Rams stayed tit for tat for them with them for three quarters, and it got away from them at the end because the Rams' defense doesn't have the fucking guns on it to stop them. But if you can, if you can, Dallas team, has the guns. On, obviously, they don't. Dallas also threw three fucking interceptions on three straight possessions. That's a recipe for disaster. You will fucking lose. I don't care who you are. Three interceptions, three straight possessions is the reason why they lost the fucking game. Period. That's why they lost. Yes or no? Anybody going to fucking argue with no, me about I, that? I agree with Dak Prescott's all. Okay? He's garbage. I've been saying but it you've for also got to give for two fucking years. I've been telling you what a piece of garbage I'm Dak not, Prescott is. I'm not trying to Does give everybody Dak, see it. Now? I'm not trying to give Dak the benefit of the doubt, but you've got to put that on San Francisco's. He had no time. San Francisco. I'm, I'm not. I'm everywhere. not. I'm not putting it all on Dak Prescott. Your boy I'm, Hufanga I'm, was at the ball on every play. Listen to me. The Cowboys are what they are until they get rid of Dak Prescott. And Mike McCarthy, they will never win anything. Nothing. They won't even win a fucking divisional title because they can't go. beat Philadelphia. I can, I can go? Yes, go. Um, hello. So first, let me give some shout-outs before I go. Shout-out number one to PJ for two ways. I appreciate the text, and you were looking forward to this. Um, but Leon. also— Shout out to Leon. Shout, shout out to Leon. The Arabs, the Arabs have been chanting for this for a while. Angie had something to say. Yep. Go ahead. A lot of people have been waiting a long time for this moment. Number one. Number two, I want to give a shout out to the boardroom that thought my trade with Angie was bad. Because I got three TDs out of Kittle, and I've gotten 20 points in back-to-back weeks out of A-Chain. And Travis Kelsey hasn't done much, so I did A-OK in that trade. So shout out to you guys. But... I'm going to spit some numbers on you. I brought two loaded guns with me today. I don't care about your analytics and your numbers. It's not analytics. These are stats that matter. Go ahead. So Brock Purdy on 10-plus yard throws in 2023. He has a 79.1% completion percentage, which is first in the league. He has 704 passing yards. That's like making layups in the fucking... He has NBA. seven. No, 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 no. These are these are far throws. These are ten plus yard throws. These aren't the easy gimme throws. These are the hard throws. He's seven touchdowns and zero interceptions, and he has a one fifty eight point three perfect passer rater, which is the passer rating, which is the highest in the league. For the MVP race, his odds went from preseason plus forty five hundred to plus seven hundred, which is third in the league at the moment, behind only Tua and Josh Allen. Um. 
he, hold on, I'm not done. In his 10 career regular season starts, by the way, the 49ers have won 14 straight regular season games, which is obviously the longest streak in the NFL. It's the fifth longest all time in, in the, I think it's the longest in franchise history. During that 10 game stretch, he's 10 and 0, 70, 70% completion percentage in those games. He averages nine yards per attempt, and he has. Excuse me, they have 1,500 team rushing yards during that time. That's McCaffrey. He's 12-0 and in games where he started so far as the 49ers quarterback. He's 5-for-7 with 105 yards in two TVs with throws at the— inter- This, so this isn't the layup throws. This isn't the layup throws. He's 5-for-7 with 105 yards in two TDs on throws at the intermediate level. That means between 10 and 19 yards and further. Downfield. Downfield. Okay. Okay. For the season now, he's 27, and that was last night. For the season now, he's 27 for 31 with 490 yards and four TDs and zero interceptions. He's got no interceptions this year. He's got nine touchdowns and no interceptions on those exact throws. His passer rating of 121.1 is the highest for a quarterback over his first 10 starts in NFL history. Okay. Okay. They've scored 30 or more points in eight consecutive games. Okay. And he started all those games, which is the yeah. fifth longest streak in NFL history. We're not talking about the one game he lost. He hasn't lost a regular season yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't lost a regular season game. We're just he, talking about the one game he hasn't lost then. He hasn't lost a regular season game. It doesn't matter. They lost a game that We're he got about knocked the game out of. They lost the game he didn't finish. Well, he didn't finish they the lost. game. He didn't finish the game. Right. And lost. then they and then they ended up losing the game, a, a game in which he was in. <laughs> he lost. Regardless, the the point is, so I agree that if you throw a lot of quarterbacks under that team, and not everyone, like I don't think Justin Herbert listen, can listen do Listen to me does. right now. If he goes down tomorrow and gets hurt, Sam Darnold will step in there, and that fucking team will continue to do what you're, you're doing. You're delusional. I, I think Whatever they're fucked is. if Purdy Say goes down. Say what you want. Listen to me. I'm not the only one who thinks Brock Purdy is a fucking bomb. The whole gist, Believe me. The whole gist he's, of all he's the a numbers. serviceable quarterback. Listen, I'll give you the 12. I'm not giving you Sam Darnold. The whole fuck. The whole yeah. gist of the numbers that I just gave you are Yeah. It's not about the game managing or anything like that. He's he's making the throws. Correct. It's not a fl- he's got the four TDs yesterday and he doesn't throw interceptions. He's making the throws and he's making the tough throws. Now, okay. again, I don't disagree that there's other people that can make the throws. I think there are other like I think Jared Goff can do. And, and Jared, he is. Jared Goff's numbers are as good as his numbers are. Outside the four interceptions he has this year, their numbers are very, very fucking close. If you look at it, the percentages are close. The everything is close on it. Outside the interceptions that Jared mm-hmm. Goff has thrown this mm-hmm. year, but if you go back last year into this year, their numbers are fucking right there. See, this look is, at it. This is the thing. What? No, nobody's arguing that. I'm just we're all in agreement that there's all twelve I'm quarterbacks. Is this, dude, close it's to all 12. cute and everything. Now, just like Patty Mahomes is cute, it's all cute till the fucking. It counts. He's he's making the throws though. That's he's good. he's, good he's doing it, and it does good count. for him. He's making the throws against mediocre competition, mediocre competition. You can't you say, the one who you said can't say that. Defense I thought you can't Dallas say that in ten games. They didn't show up yesterday. There's no You've such thing. It? There's no such thing as they didn't show up. That's they got Come game. On, they you. got out game plan by Brock Purdy in the you, in the forty nine. You think they showed up yesterday? You think Dallas looked anything like they did? Prior to that, so in the NFL, it's it's not you. We didn't show up. It's 
we weren't prepared. And they, and they weren't, weren't prepared. prepared. Fair. They totally. were not prepared yet. Totally, but they weren't prepared because Brock Purdy was fucking prepared. And Kyle Shanahan was fucking prepared. That is why. At some point. Kyle this, Shanahan's always This is what prepared. I'm trying to tell you. There's such a big body of work at this point that we can't deny what Brock Purdy is doing. We, we can't. You can't we deny can't. what uh, Kyle Shanahan's done either. No, not, not at all. Kyle Shanahan is a, a wizard until it comes to the fucking games that count. Then he shits the bed hard. Listen, and if you think I'm wrong, go look at the statistics on that. At some point, like, I don't know, I'm, and I'm not insulting you. I don't know if you're watching the games or not, but at some point you have if to I'm watch watching him. the games? I know you're watching yeah, the games. Yeah, it's insulting me. I know you're watching yeah. the games. Yeah, that's, that's why insulting. I'm saying it. He's making all of the throws. Yeah. And a, they, a nutless and monkey all, could make the fucking throws he's that's making. That's the right thing. Now. Not every nutless Bullshit. monkey can make these Bullshit. throws. Like, this is the thing. Because there's so many of them. There's so many of these throws, and he's making all when of you, them. When you say Jared Goff could step in there and do that, or... Oh, yeah. Yes, but when you say that, or you say Tua can step in there and do that. Oh, Tua. Or you say any of them could... But you lose the credibility. You put him on, put him on Miami right now. You think he would be doing what David or what uh, Tua's doing? Different offense. No, they're 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 more similar than you think because McDaniel's comes from Kyle Shanahan, and for that reason, I do think Brock Purdy would be doing what Tua is doing. You think so? I do. This I don't think thing. he's as accurate as Tua. You, I think Tua's you, we're far split, more accurate. We're splitting hairs when at you, that point. When we're you splitting go, hairs. when you go as far to say Sam Darnold could step in there and do this, that's when you that's when the credibility is lost. That's bullshit. Hey, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. That's all I'm going to say. He won it with arguably the best defense of all time. That's all. I'm, I wasn't trying to insult to you, by the way. Yards? I wasn't trying to insult you. I say, are you watching the games? What I'm trying no, to say I'm not is. I'm watching them. <laughs> I didn't watch any of that last He time. slept through the entire season. I, I didn't watch any of it. I turned it off. What I'm trying to say is, so like your, your Tua argument. Yeah, I'm not arguing that Tua no, can I, come listen, and do the same. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is, is he's a game manager, okay? I've seen guys like him. Tony Romo put up great numbers during the season. And at come playoff time, he's going to be what he is. Do you know who the greatest game manager of all time was? Who? It's Tom Brady, who's the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, God, here we go. I'm sorry? Here we go. Tom what? Brady's the, the literally the greatest game manager to ever play the game. I think you're right. He's the greatest game manager game to ever manager. do it, and he won seven. Game manager. He won seven Super Bowls managing yeah. games, making making many? making only the throws. He lost a lot, yeah. but he made the throws that they needed him to make. Right. When they needed him to make a big throw, he did it. He was accurate and he was right. clutch, and he did it. And I'm not uh, saying outside the Atlanta game and outside the fucking Seattle game. Should I keep going down the fucking Gi Giants? Giants time they two. Should have no, lost. no, he won Seattle. It's Giants times two. They should have lost. They should have lost to Seattle. They should have lost Seattle. The, the dumbass but Pete Carroll fucking decided but they to did. That's the point. That's the point. It. If he was more of a game manager, they not only would have won those games, but they would have won more Super Bowls. Right. But he was a game manager. He he didn't do the bare minimum, but he did everything right. he needed to do to win those games. And, and that's he's what 0 2 against Tom Coughlin. 0 2 against Eli Manning. I'm not you know? fighting. I'm not fighting. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying Purdy's going to end up being Brady. I'm saying hey, what he's doing you right know now. Purdy is? He's trying to Eli get me Manning. To bite. He's trying to get me to bite right now. Eli Manning won two. One, two he was a, he was a game manager, but he won two fucking Super okay, Bowls. Hold on, hold on, and hold on. He was, hold on. The, MVP. I, I he was I the MVP in both of those Super Bowls. Here we go. This is a good way to close this out. Would you be shocked if the 49ers won the Super Bowl this year? Yes. Wow. Okay. I I think if Patty Mahomes is still in this still in this at the end that nobody can beat Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes not only has God on his side, 
Yes, the NFL on his side. You don't think your Eagles no would beat Patty them this Mahomes. year? You don't think Jalen Carter would beat them? Oh, this I, year? I take the Eagles over the Chiefs. I right take now. the Eagles over the Chiefs. I take. I take listen, the Eagles over the Chiefs. Right I would take all three of those you know top what? NFC teams, which is Eagles, Chiefs, Lions. I would, or excuse me, Eagles, Niners, Lions. I would take all three of those teams over any. That's perfect, not playoff time, Mike. This is a perfect transition into the playoff picture. Okay, let's let we're gonna run through this real fast. Okay. Right now, the AFC East, these are the standings. Miami, Buffalo, the Jets, and New England. Do we see that changing? No. Say that again? Miami, Buffalo, Jets, New England. No, that's how I had it preseason, too. So, no, I don't. I think think Miami soundly wins that division. They have the least amount of issues. I agree. I'll agree with that. Okay. The next one is obviously going to be a little bit more. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincy. I think Baltimore wins that division in the end. I do too. And I think I, I think, think it's Cincinnati Baltimore. makes enough of a push to believe it or not. I think uh, unless Tug and Rub can come back healthy, I think Cincy will finish second. I think it's going to be Cincy, Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I'm still rolling with. I, I think Pittsburgh's going to finish at the bottom, it, just because the defense will win them a few more games, and that'll be about it. They don't have any other weapons beside Pickens on offense. So they got to figure out what they're going to do. The AFC, line is horrible. AFC South, Jacksonville, Indy, Houston, Tennessee. It's tricky, but I think Jacksonville ultimately wins the 10 or 11 games and, and gets it done. Jack, in my opinion, Jacksonville wins yeah, the division. Jacksonville wins that division. Jacksonville wins that division. They should. Indy and Houston finish two and three, and Tennessee finishes in last, in my yes, opinion. Yes, I agree with that. AFC West, Kansas City, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos. Yeah, the Chiefs, and none of the other three teams get in. Okay. So now out of the AFC, we have the division winners of Miami. I think, I think one is Miami. Okay. Uh, we have Jacksonville. These are ones we all agree on. And we have Kansas City. Right. The AFC North. Do we see two teams getting in the playoffs from there? Yes. Baltimore and Cincy. Okay. So one wins the division. I don't know. Cincinnati one takes a lot, a lot of work card. to do to get there, dude. Yeah, so does Baltimore. So yeah. does Baltimore. In my opinion, both those teams have a lot of work to do, but they'll both get it figured it out. So we have one winning the division. But the problem is this, is those teams in the South going to have more wins. Who? No, I don't think. If you're talking about Titans, Houston, Titans, maybe. Colts, Houston, no. I, don't, I don't think so. Since, don't listen, think no. so. Cincinnati's going to hit the run now. I really think that. I, I don't know. About okay. Does Buffalo make the playoffs a wild card team? 100%. Okay. So we have a wild card team. So what, how many? Wait. Is there two or three? We now? should be at six. We're at six. So we need one more wild card I, team. I think Cincy. I'm. I'm. In, I can argue Cincy. I need to see a little bit more out of them. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to you right now. I do too. At a minimum, I'll. I'll call them the seven seed. Cincinnati. Yep. Well, we, we're still missing one. We uh, have, right now, we have Baltimore, Miami, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and who? You could see a third team out of that. East okay. Go in. So this is where your South argument could come in. Correct. I think if anything, it's Houston. Yeah. If anything, it's Houston. I could see Pittsburgh or Cleveland getting it. I think Houston. Oh, down goes Dilfer. That's the ultimate <laughs> sign right now. <laughs> okay. Do who do we realistically? Do the Charger? Do the Chargers entice anybody? I'm gonna give you guys a list of. I'm gonna give you guys a list of. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Let's call it. Not in this lifetime. I fucking lean against Trent. Okay. I almost smashed him in the air in Hernandez. 
I don't think anybody else from the AFC West makes it. I got four teams. You're going to pick one of the four teams. Go. Ready? Jets. Houston, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, the Chargers. Which one of those four teams do you think gets? Houston. Right now, today, I don't think Pittsburgh has the offense that it takes to win enough games. I don't think the Chargers are going to win anything else. Cleveland, and I think realistically, Houston's still better than Cleveland. And you don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to be available. I might agree with you. I'm going to take. I would take Houston. You? It's the last wild card. Houston, team. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Jets. Chargers. You're taking the Jets. Okay, we could throw the Jets in there. I'll take the Jets. Those two. So that's our playoff picture: Miami, Jacksonville, KC, Baltimore as division winners. Wild card is Cincinnati, Buffalo, and or the Houston Houston Jets. You really think the Jets have enough to keep winning these games when they have to play good teams? You, you know really what? Their defense is good enough. And if they can get the ball to bounce their way a little bit, Brees Hall has the year I think he's going to have, I truly think they could make it. Zach Wilson has to continue to hold serve. And even though he's yeah. held serve, for, he's only got one win to show for it. Well, right. two. He's got two. Right. He's got to continue to hold serve for that to be even remotely possible. So you need him to keep Who do they play this way. week? Who does who play? Jets. Put me on the spot here. You're putting me on the spot here. Sorry. The Jets play the uh The Jets play Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Rough start. What's next for them after Philly? <laughs> you can't look ahead. What? Just asking a question. Uh they have Philadelphia, the bye, the Giants, the Chargers, the Raiders at Buffalo. I think tell me Giants, that they can't Giants go on a little Raiders. run here and win three, maybe four. Yeah, Giants three and Raiders. in a row. Agree. Giants and Raiders. Agree. This is the issue. So you have the Philadelphia so Giants. So let's say they Chargers, lose to Raiders. Philadelphia. Yeah. They go to, what is it? Then they, they're at two and four. Yeah. They're at two and four. They beat the Giants. Who else they play? Uh, the Chargers. The Chargers. They, I think they can beat the Chargers. Okay. I'll give that to you. Yeah, because all they got to do is run the football and play defense. I'll give it to you. Huh? At Las Vegas. I think they could beat At Vegas? You don't think they could beat Vegas? Okay. So what are they now? Okay, Okay, so here's the problem. They still have to go to Buffalo. Here we go. They got to play Miami twice. At Buffalo. Yeah, they've already beat Buffalo once. At Buffalo is a different story. I don't care. They beat Buffalo Buffalo. once. They lose at Buffalo. Miami? Yeah. No, I don't think they're beating Miami either time. Hey, hey, don't, don't sleep on that. I'm not going to sleep. They got to go. They got to go to to the Jets. I'm not going to sleep on it, but I I don't Here think they're beating Miami the other time. At Buffalo, at home against Miami, at home against Atlanta, at home against Houston, at Miami, at home against Washington, at Cleveland, at New England. At, I'm sorry, that's a lot of loss in there. They lose that's at a Buffalo. A lot of wins in there. They lose at Buffalo. They lose both to Miami. They split between Houston hold and on, Atlanta. Hold on. They split between Washington and Cleveland, and they probably lose the last game of the year to New England because that's how that shit works. You're also not factoring in the other teams. You got like, them losing in New England? The last game of the year, yeah. You got to be fucking. They got to they gotta get to nine. Nine is the magic number, and I don't okay. know if they have enough to they get to nine. They can beat New England. They can beat uh, Vegas. They can beat fucking San Diego. They can beat the Giants. Whoever. Charge Giants. Giants. Okay. And they're, they're playing the Giants. Listen, start, hold on. Start over. They'll probably beat the Raiders. They'll probably beat the Giants. They'll probably beat the Patriots. They can beat the Chargers is totally different because I right. think the Lions can beat the Chargers too, but the Lions have to go okay. there and actually fucking beat them to get the win. Listen, all I want them to do is slide in because by that time, 
they'll have somebody with some competence in there, and it might actually look different. Why do you keep and thinking? This by, all happened. Where do, in, in what world do you think Aaron Rodgers plays? Oh, he's playing. You know, if he plays, he's playing it's, at New England. It's, on it's not going to be. I, I could see a scenario where if they're somehow still in it in January, it could happen. It's not going to be before that. Can we do the? A- he's NFC not that now? much of a freak. Yeah, because right. we're 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 an hour and forty minutes into this episode, so let's do the NFC. Hour and six. <laughs> hour what? Hour fifty nine. Oh, so we're two hours in. We hold okay. on. In fairness, we started at four fifty two. So right. Okay. Here we go. NFC, Philadelphia, Dallas, Washington, Giants. Philly. Philadelphia for sure. Okay. Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. Detroit for sure. Tampa, Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina. I'm going to say Tampa. I think you're going to agree with me over there. Yes, Tampa. I'm disagreeing with that wholeheartedly. Well, then your other team gets in. Whatever it is, the other team will put them in. San Francisco, Seattle, the Rams, Arizona. San Francisco gets in. Seattle. San Francisco wins the the division. Seattle gets in. They get one of the wild cards. Do you think Seattle's a wild card team? I'm going to say the Rams. So we'll say Seattle. They're not both getting in. So we'll say Seattle or the Rams, right? Right. Okay. The NFC South, there's no way two teams make it in, correct? Honestly, I, I think it. I think two teams could get in because their schedules are so bad and they get to beat up each other. I said that I, I said that months ago. Does yeah. Green Bay make it in? No. It depends on what happens with the three teams getting in out west. I, I don't I don't think Seattle's getting in or I don't think the Rams are getting in over Seattle personally. Okay, we'll say Seattle or the Rams. We gotta put them both in. That's fair. Now there's an extra wild card. There's three. You get three teams right. after the right. four divisions. Okay, is Dallas getting right. a wild card spot? Yeah. Okay. Who? Dallas. Yeah. They only have two Maybe. losses right now. Dallas will probably get a wild card. So we're okay. missing one. So it's either a second team from the West, a second team from the South, or Green Bay. I think it's more likely that the Bucks and the, the Saints West both the get in. I think the Bo- the Bucks and Saints get in, and then I think one of Rams or Seahawks get in. So you don't have Atlanta anywhere here. I don't I, I Desmond Ritter's doo doo. There's one game. Listen, they got they gotta you gotta win a bunch of games here. And I think going forward right now, I think the Rams are going to surprise a lot of people. I think they're going to be in the, in the hunt. So this is what we have. We have Philadelphia, Detroit, uh, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco winning the division. Right. And then wild card spot one, we have Dallas. Wild card spot two, we have either Seattle or the Rams. Wild card spot three, we have New Orleans. Okay. With Green Bay out. Of Only division. one team in our division is going. It's going to be Detroit. It's it's honestly too early to make the call because I think the Packers have a light enough schedule. They finished in third. The last only year. way they can well that brings us to tonight. That brings us can to they, tonight. Can they? Yes, they can. Can they go? Are they at home? Let's pick it. Here we go. They're in in Vegas. Green Bay is heading to Las Vegas to play the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Las Vegas is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. The over-under isn't on here for some reason. It's 45-and-a-half. 45-and-a-half. Now I see it. Um, Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play. Okay. Okay. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to play. No, he's not. He's not. That has since changed. He practiced all week, and he fucked me in a major fantasy oh, wow. matchup. He's fucked too. Yeah, fucked. Uh, I, I prepped for it. I put him in my. I put him in my flex. He's not going to play. Jair Alexander is playing. Is playing. And Devontae Adams has his first game against the Packers since leaving there. What do we think? You want to go? 
I'm gonna take the Raiders in the under. Why? Because Aaron Jones isn't playing. <laughs> Partly. Okay. Partly. I think Jimmy G is gonna show everybody the the truth that you should have been the guy in San Francisco. And I think the exact opposite. I think Jimmy G is going to show why he wasn't the guy anywhere he's been. And uh, I still think the Packers are viable. I think they have a pulse. I think that they were a lot better than they showed against the, the Lions. And I think if you give Jordan Love X amount of days like he's had off, that they're going to show out. There's something about the Packers in, in the Monday night primetime. Not Thursday. Not Thursday. But the Monday night primetime, I think that the Watch Packers out for Josh, Josh Jacobs tonight. going to have a game. Josh Jacobs, do you think he's oh, yeah. off tonight? Uh, this one's tricky for me. Packers covered. Dave, Packers David Montgomery right. pounded the shit out of them. Josh Jacobs is going to. I'm going to take the Green Bay in this game. I, I don't know if I trust Garoppolo at the moment, and it's as simple as that because I think this is truly a, a toss-up game right now. I think Aaron not having Aaron Jones is a huge disadvantage. Honestly, I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to come right down to the wire. Uh, I'm going to take the under 45 points in this game, though. I just don't think. Yeah, I got the under too. I don't think there's going to be enough juice there. Um, other than that, does anybody have anything to add before we close out? No, I want to do. Um, I want to talk college on Wednesday. We Wednesday we, we can't avoid Michigan football anymore. Wednesday, I promise you, I will let you two fight about Michigan football. Uncle Sam, anything to add? Dog shit. We we broke a re- we broke a record today. Two hour show. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Thank you for everyone who contributed today in the comments and watched us live. Make sure to check out our socials: Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please check us out on YouTube. Remember to ring the bell and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. You will hear from us on Wednesday. <laughs>